walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody, settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, and this art is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. Ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, the hardest part of the ring, Kyle Bird. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing well. WrestleMania season is uh, kind of in the uh, rear view mirror. Um, maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing, depending on who you are, but... Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Because just when you hop off... You, you know, at the end of Fast and Furious, when Vin Diesel and Paul Walker were looking at each other and they're like, yeah. We're racing cars, but we're going to go different. I just realized as I was saying that, I don't know what they actually say in the. Oh, wait, you got you to leave without saying goodbye. The whole, they do the whole thing. Paul Walker's dead. Um, but they do the whole thing, you know, CGI, Paul Walker. Uh, then they go into different uh, forks in the road in the highway. It's a very emotional moment. And it's equally as emotional here uh, because while Vin Diesel is going off into the in WrestleMania 39 towards 40. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're we are Paul Walker. I don't know where I got this pen and I don't really know where this metaphor I, I kind of got lost in the analogy and I don't know really I don't know where I am. Uh really I'm doing my best not to make a Paul Walker joke. We're on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania 19 is what I'm saying here is what I'm trying to say. And um, it's a very, it's very legendary WrestleMania, actually, for for good and bad reasons. But uh, a lot of people, it's like on a lot of people's top five manias, including mine, probably, if I had to think about it. Um, but the road to WrestleMania is interesting. Uh, I'm honestly not too uh, familiar with it because this is this is actually when I was getting back into wrestling. If you're if you're a frequent bumper, a frequent apron bumper, if you're if you are a bumpy uh you and you listen to my show you you might know that uh 2002 i didn't watch wrestling uh for a variety of reasons mainly because i threw a bicycle helmet at a kid and it was a whole thing my parents thought it was too much aggression i've that's a different podcast uh but i didn't watch 2002 but then my cousin invited me over to his house he was the one that actually got me into wrestling and uh he he invited me over to watch a pay-per-view what was that pay-per-view None other than WWE Royal Rumble 2003, which is the show we are going to be recapping today. And uh, I have a distinct memory. <laughs> the first, at least the first, the first vignette I remember watching when I got over there. All I remember is 
are you feeling frisky? And then there's a dead old man in bed, and um, it's a whole thing. There's a funeral. We get into it. Uh, but yes, the Al Wilson, Tori Wilson, Don Marie storyline, I, I guess, reaches a climax <laughs> in this show. We get a lot into that, but there's also Scott Steiner and Triple H, that uh, infamous kind of rivalry. We get into a lot of, you know, Scott Steiner and his placement on the card and uh, the beginning of Triple H's reign of terror. We got, uh, you know, tag titles are on the line on this show. We got Brock versus Big Show. And uh, we got also maybe one of my favorite matches of all time. Definitely probably top three favorite WWE title matches of all time on this show. And we will get into that. But there's a lot of good on the show. There's a lot of weird stuff. Um, and of course, we have the Royal Rumble match itself, which we are continuing the trend of how we do it on the apron bump. So basically, this, this is how this episode's going to be. If you're not familiar with my Royal Rumble episodes, we will review the show as normal, you know, match by match up until the Royal Rumble match. At that point, we will begin a watch along of just the Royal Rumble match itself. I'll put a timestamp in the description. I'll also um, say what the timestamp is. I believe it's uh, it's it's one thirty nine forty six. If you want to queue it up on on the cock uh, season season sixteen of the Royal Rumble, and uh, yeah, so feel free to watch along. You know, maybe throw it on Peacock, have it on mute, have it you know just a low volume or whatever, and listen to us gallivant about what we were seeing on this show, or just listen to us uh, kind of provide the commentary because that's what we do, right? So I think it'll be entertaining either way. And uh, yes, that's what we got to look forward to in this episode. And who we got all this Al Wilson shenanigans. We got Scott Steiner with his red velvet thong. Who who else would I bring on this show to cover all of this shenanigans? Who else would I bring on other than the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub? The Smackin' It Raw podcast, the whole gang. We got Matt, Katie, Vince, all former guests of the show. Uh, joining me on this show, and it is a party. So um, check out the Smack It Raw podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, live on YouTube, Twitch, um, and check them out on Pornhub if you uh, if you want to multitask, I guess. And uh, of course, on any audio platform that you listen to podcasts, uh, the Smack It Raw podcast. They cover the week of wrestling, but they do it. They put their own unique spin on it. They uh they have fun with wrestling. They they gets a little uh, gets a little raunchy, gets a little tawdry perhaps, uh. But they're a hilarious group of fellas and fellows. So go check them out. Also go check out um. I mean this this crew they got a lot of irons in the fire. They all got their individual deals. Check out the Getting Offed podcast with Matt Ritter, um as well. He covers a lot of horror movies and reviews and. Uh, See no evil. I, I think he just covers see no evil over and over again, I believe. Um, but if you're into horror stuff, go check out Getting Offed. Uh, go check out the She Leech Showcase with uh, Katie Kinsey and her co-host Savannah. Um, cover, covering the week of wrestling as well. Uh, live every Thursday, generally. Also on all audio platforms and YouTube as well. Great show, her and Savannah do. And uh, check out the Straight Talk podcast as well with Vince. Uh, covers basketball and uh, pickleball, mainly pickleball. If you're in a, into the pickleball um, kind of lore 
Uh, Vince has got you with the Straight Talk podcast. And um, I think that's it. They do a lot of shit. I'll put all their stuff in the description below and they'll tell you. They'll, they'll do a better job. They'll do a better job at plugging at the end of the episode as well. So do that. Follow me at Apron Bob. We got a long show. I, I'm, let, let's let's just get into it, man. You know, but look, if you like this kind of stuff, if you like ruthless aggression, go to apronbump.com. Go to the episodes tab. Go to ruthless aggression era, and that'll filter down to all of the ruthless aggression era shows that I've covered in chronological order, starting from the very beginning up until now. Royal Rumble 2003. Subscribe. It's gonna be a fun road to WrestleMania 19, and it's gonna be a fun little journey in this episode here. So. Keep on listening, folks. Let's get to it. WWE Royal Rumble 2003 with myself and Matthew, Catherine, and Vicente from the Smackin' It Raw podcast. Al Wilson was not in 1995. Uh, he was there, actually. World War Three. What do you? That's what we're covering, right? 19, World War Three, 1995. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, uh, big fan. That's of, what um, I watched. The Yeti, right? Yeah, you we're here to talk the about Yeti. the Yeti. Why'd you, why'd you pronounce uh, it like that? That's how because that's how they pronounce it. It's not the Yeti, it's the Yeti. That's how Tony Skiavo pronounced up? it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's well, the Yeti. You know, before it was it's sting, it's the Yeti. I was gonna say, if you listen to the opening of Return to Wrestling, you specifically hear a soundbite of me saying, It's the fucking Yeti, not the Yeti, because <laughs> Travis corrects me. Are you opening up champagne? Popping bottles, Matthew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, that was a swerve of all swerve. That literally looked like a one of those little bottles of prosecco. Well, Matt doesn't drink, like I should have known. But yeah, it had me. I was like, uh, it's it could have been non-alcoholic. It could have been sparkling grape juice. Well, no, it's just a giant different. hollow chocolate bunny because it's Easter. Well, sunny as you is. You're gonna you're gonna choose the recording of my podcast to eat up. <laughs> Ice cream. It's not ice cream. What is it? It's a giant hollow chocolate bunny. It's, it's one of the bunnies you get for Easter. Uh, yeah, it's chocolate. That's worse, actually. That, <laughs> a, a nice chewy dessert. Listen, I've been around Katie it. too long. I've got this chocolate craving now. So, well, I was about to say. Look, I mean, <laughs> at least he wasn't eating the Snickers in the middle of your press conference, Kyle. You know. When did that? Oh, was that Kevin Owens? Yes. Was that yes. the thing he did? Very good. Yes, very good. There you go. Um, Proud of you. Well, I mean, that, that, that's actually, I wanted to bring that up because uh, speaking of, of Snickers and big black things, um, I hear we're all getting pounded. Um, well, Vince, he's pounding his car, right? Uh, uh, Matthew, successfully unpounded the, the car. That's yes. good. That's good. Or I don't know. Depends what your fancy is. But uh, <laughs> Matthew, it's your birthday week, so I'm, I'm assuming you're. Well, I'm keeping you from getting pounded, so I apologize for that. I'm pounding chocolate right now. And speaking of pounding chocolate, I hear Katie was mentioning something about BBC's going on rampages on your show last night. So I'm um, glad we're on the same page. Uh, um, well, I'm here to pound you, Kyle. Oh, that's inappropriate. Jesus we don't need that crass. Uh, I also really hope that's how the episode starts. Is just. <laughs> Oh, no, this you is do your little start. cold no, open, and it's just, I'm here to pound you, Kyle. <laughs> Vince, how many rooms do you have in your house? I feel like you're in a different room every time I record with you. You know what? No, he's usually on that casting couch. So I'm usually right. on the couch, so you see the wall behind there. Um, this is where I started setting up before I got the casting couch. Right. Um, you know, displayed the Funko, so maybe, like, I thought maybe I should just 
have them on display and whatnot. Um, but to answer the original question, it's the bedroom, the living room, the kitchen, and the bathroom. Thankfully, I'm here all, all night. I'm here all night. I'm lasting all night for you guys. For once, right? I, for once. Well, popped a few blue chews just to make sure I... A few? Sure. Yeah, a few. I don't just, think more than one's necessary. One He's got a high there. tolerance at this point. His dick hasn't worked since seventh grade, so... Oh. That's a weird time for it to stop working. Um, I, I feel like I shouldn't ask you to elaborate because I don't want to get pulled down from wherever. But uh, speaking of uh, minors and uh, sex and uh, big black cocks, we got Royal Rumble 2003 yes. to discuss. Are we all ready to rumble? Because I know I am. Oh, oh uh, I'm ready. Uh, what you got? Hold on. Spit or swallow this show, guys. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, can we'll you go in make order. an accurate spit or swallow assessment without watching the main event yet? Yeah, because you can. Well, no, I guess it comes at the end, right? Um, yeah. Well, unless it's a uh, what, what's what's the double? Matt, you would know this when it when you do it and then you do it again. Uh, snowballing? No, I no, mean, no, no, no. No, like a double well, that's cream when pie, I guess. You do it, then you spit it back. Um, no, I think he means like having sex back to back. Yeah, like when you when you come and then you but you just keep going. That's a good word. It's never been an issue for me. Normally, I just come and then roll over and go to sleep or go have a cigarette. You don't, right. you don't push on through? Up until the Rumble match, are yeah. we spitting no or are we swallowing? Uh, we'll start in order from most bald to least bald. So, Matt, uh, you first. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, I'm going to swallow. I remember this was a fond time in my life when I was watching this. And uh, as I've said before, has one of my favorite things in wrestling, which is the Tori Wilson, Don Marie uh, story angle, because that Shocker. that is why I watch wrestling. You guys may watch it for the moves and the you know the fancy in ring work and they did do all, moves. I want they did do moves, so you got a little bit of both. You know, you, that, that's exactly what you should get a fantastic, dramatic soap opera esque story, complemented by an at least decent match. Fits your second most bald. Uh, well, I guess that would be me, right? Yeah. Um, Clearly. No, I just wanted to make sure. You know, I didn't want to jump the gun here. Um, I'm going to gargle it in my mouth for a little bit before I swallow. But, yeah, I'm going to swallow it. Um, didn't fair. really care too much for the, the world tag title match, you know. And then, uh, obviously, the, the second to last match, I don't care for one of the competitors in there. But, you know, aside from that, you take it in the bubble. Uh, it was a pretty solid show. You know, you know, Brock, uh, you had baby Brock, you had big show, you know, big meaty man slapping me. And you had women slapping me as well. And, you know, you had RIP Al Wilson, you know, you had it all. You had the drama, you had the, the, the pop and circumstance in this show. So yeah, it's, it's going to gargle. So what? Yeah. Who graduated? That's what you play when you graduate. Yeah. Exactly. Macho man. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the worst macho man I've ever heard, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounded like eddie guerrero getting a finger up his butt from china what bro it sounded something? like eddie guerrero getting a finger I mean, up his heard butt you, from china. Like, no, we didn't have, you didn't have to repeat it <laughs> is that a thing that happened it is. is that okay got you uh, up i believe you gator top um, on, on that note yeah on th yeah i don't know how to follow that um teed you up for it <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'll swallow it. It was 
decent pay-per-view. I don't remember. Like, I know who wins the Rumble, but, like, I don't remember the Rumble itself. So that'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Uh, but everything else was, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's always, it's a fun time period. I mean, it's like, because, like, we, we all have watched a bunch of wrestling this past week. I mean, for anybody, you know, watching in the future, this is WrestleMania. We're following up WrestleMania week and, like, the NXTs and all that shit. So all I was like, shit, I got to add Royal Rumble 2003 on top of that. But, like, I turned this on and it's like you got, like, Trust Company, the theme song of this show. And you got the video package that, like, set this show up, like, building the WrestleMania. It's like, oh, this kind of set, this kind of puts me in the time period. So it's it's a fun, especially like after this with all like the returns of The Rock and Hogan and stuff. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the most part, even like the silly shit. But we uh, start off with some of that. Well, I'm sorry. Well, we start off with some of that with the big show because it's this theme song versus Brock Lesnar. So the winner of this match gets entered into the Royal Rumble match. So this is like a whole. It's really Brock versus Paul Heyman is the feud, and we'll kind of touch on it more in the WWE title match. But basically, Paul is just he's he's recently split with Brock Lesnar the first time. Um, he's really not loyal. I don't know why Brock keeps going back to him. But um, and uh, so this match is to decide because only one of them can get into the Rumble. So this is just to decide that. Um but it was a fun little sprint of a match. I mean, it couldn't have been more than like four or five minutes. It was pretty similar to Omos and no. Brock Lesnar that we just saw. So, but I thought they didn't really, you know, drag anything out too long. And it was fun seeing Big Show get thrown around by Brock. And uh, Brock ends up getting the win with the F5. So I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. What you guys think of this? I uh, vaguely remembered uh, at the start of this match that. Paul Heyman turned on Brock Lesnar and accepted the Big Show. But the only thing I could pay attention to this entire match was a Big Show wrestling in baggy ass jeans. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad look for uh, Paul White. Yeah, Jeans Show sucks. Yeah, no, Jeans Show sucks. I I was so distracted by it. I was not paying attention to anything else. Like this is, you know, next big thing. Prime Brock Lesnar. Like we're literally, uh, we're coming up on WrestleMania 19. Correct. Correct. Which is a botched shooting star press. Brock wins the title. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spoilers. So, yeah, sorry. Spoilers for anyone who didn't know what the fuck happened in 2003. Spoilers. <laughs> 20 years ago, spoilers. My bad. Some people don't fuck know. Me. Yeah, well, they know now. Uh, yeah, that's what we're coming up on. So, uh, no, this was, I vaguely remember this feud. Also, uh, it reminds me why anyone would trust Paul Heyman, even in 2023, 20 years later, because. We've seen like a pattern of like Brock, I love you. You're the greatest. And then he like picks someone stronger, bigger over Brock. Right. Yeah. Over yeah. and over and over again throughout their career. Brock just keeps going back to him like an abused girlfriend who doesn't know when to say no. It's a big dumb Toxic animal. Relationships. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Paul Heyman. I, I noticed Paul Heyman a lot in this match because it's so interesting to see like how he's evolved over the years. Because now obviously with Roman Reigns, he's very like stoic and like not as like energetic as he was here. Like he's slapping the animated animated is the word I'm looking for. He's like insane. He's got a stupid hat and his dumb tie, but he's like running around the ring. He's yelling at the ref. He's getting on the apron. Like you, you don't, you don't see this dude do that anymore. So it was fun to see his evolution, but uh potato salad. What'd you think of this one? <laughs> um, I, this just made me remember that 
Cowboy Brock is my favorite iteration of Brock Lesnar. I don't like, <laughs> you know, Baby Brock from 2003. How dare you? <clears throat> I, I, I like what I like. What can I say? Cowboy you prefer Brock, the last big it. thing, not the next big thing. Yeah. Yeah, that. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, obviously, they weren't probably, they weren't going to have a long match because you needed to save Lesnar for the Rumble. So it yeah. makes sense. What a way to start it out. Big meaty men slapping meat. I literally wrote that down. Well, I just put big meaty men. That's it. In baggy jeans. Big, yeah. big meaty men in baggy jeans. <laughs> no, I wasn't really even paying attention to the jeans. I'm going to be honest with you. Really? Because it's all I saw. I was more focused that- on the mustache personally. Well, I was going to say that, and then the short hair and the shitty fucking, yeah. Like, one layers. of those things is fine, not, not all the, of them in combination. Paul Heyman with, like, the long-ass ponytail. Big Show had some rough times in 2000. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a choice. Because let's not forget, uh, eventually, uh, this this monster of a man that is the Big Show will also be dressing up as a New Year's baby, uh, Hulk Hogan, and various other wrestlers in uh, mm-hmm. Gimmick Show. Uh, era so and that's not too far off i mean we're already past hogan show i mean we, he's already done a bunch of silly shit at this point Did he really was, that already happened yeah i was like 99 i think maybe 2000 but um that, that was like no he first... does it again later where he oh, actually why? fully dress up like oh, hulk hogan why? comes out <laughs> does pretty, the whole no, thing I'm pretty sure he did that in like 2000 because it was with kurt angle when he had hair i thought this was after hogan came back and he was like Unless Which he did Hogan it didn't come back to times, maybe that sounds like a thing that would happen. So he has not dressed up as a New Year's baby though yet, right? Not yet. Not unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, he has not gotten to that point yet. Okay, you haven't seen <gasps> Big Show in a diaper for the first time of two because there's also Aki Bono in the diaper. Oh, in due time, my friend. In due time, we'll get there. You don't remember the WrestleMania where they had a sumo wrestling match? Oh, uh, see, I try and block things out for a fucking reason, and then you say things. Yeah, no, I need you to I need you to picture in your mind. No. Paul White in a no. diaper. No, thank you. I'm Legs interested. spread. I'm gonna say slapping thighs. Big show, not a badass. <laughs> I, I would have expected worse. It's kind of yeah. flat. Also, though. also not a badass. <laughs> I mean I, if he's throwing Hulk Hogan off a building, well, I can see he got thrown off, so he's not a badass. So but he landed Didn't on he? his feet, which is pretty badass after getting thrown off a forty story building. Didn't Big Show choke slam Kurt Angle off a balcony and we all thought Kurt Angle died? He did. That traumatized me as a kid. Oh my god, me too! <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Kurt laying like a family guy character <laughs> on the, the concrete floor. With the blood floor. on the back of the head. Oh, just, just gradually like a pool of blood. Oh, is that was something. That was something. What is um, that? But Matt, you could answer me. because I, I was thinking about this recently because I've Uh-oh. been watching <laughs> WCW with the Giant. Do you think the Giant is Big Show's best character in his career? Yeah, probably. It's not to say that it was good, but everything else was well, just so like not shit. not the giant that you're seeing now, but the giant that you'll get to post NWO. No, I'm talking about the giant that's trying to figure out computers. You know what I'm talking about? Oh no, that that is not his best character. No, that is by far maybe not uh, to you. Everything Dungeon of Doom is dog shit, Kyle. Dungeon of Doom. I honestly, I I said some dumb shit last night, which I'll help you segue into the next segment. I said I'd rather watch the vortex of Jericho every week than have to see Matt Riddle on my TV every week. Mm -hmm. However, 
I would rather watch Matt Riddle on my TV every week than have to suffer through the Dungeon of Doom ever fucking again. You, you didn't like the ultimate solution? No, I did not like the <laughs> ultimate solution. I didn't like the final solution. I hated the final solution, personally. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, it so many solutions? Why didn't they it's it fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, there really should only be one. Uh, I assume Vince is uh, off banging his meat to uh, thoughts of the big show and baggy jeans. Um, 100%. He said, he, he said he'd be back. He's, he apologized. Uh, I tend to block him out sometimes. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's in a private message. Not to me. Oh, it was in the. Uh, oh, well, now, it, well, now it's it not is. private. Now everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the wrong uh, little deal here. But um, <laughs> I'm new to StreamYard. Okay. I don't know how these things work. I was but, confused when I got the StreamYard. Like, I was like, oh, Kyle switched. Riverside has cucked me one too many times. So we're Team StreamYard, StreamYard here. Folks. Dude, we love we love stream us some Streamyard over there, and <laughs> if you let me, if I had known that you were going to be on a Streamyard streaming hard, I would have told you uh, toss me the login, I could help you produce. As he takes a bite, um, <laughs> let's go let that sit there. <laughs> well, we go from that, but yeah, good match. I mean, yeah, belly to bellies. I think we talked about it all. But speaking of, let's vortex into this next segment, right? Who who's with poor me? HBK just getting sucked into that Jericho vortex all the way back in two thousand three. It never ends. Yeah. It never ends. Um, but yeah, Jericho and Sean Michaels, for anybody who's unaware, um, <laughs> they have a match at WrestleMania. And I don't remember them like already starting their feud around Royal Rumble time, which I appreciate. I appreciate that build. Um, but they've been going back and forth on Raw. And it's basically a thing like Jericho. He was like, I grew up watching you and I emulated you and I wanted to be you. And now you're just a piece of shit or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. Um, but Jericho basically wanted to prove himself and he wanted to be number one in the Royal Rumble and win it just like Sean did. I guess Sean asked first or something. So Sean Michaels is going to be number one in the Royal Rumble. So Jericho's like, all right, I'll be number two, whatever, which is it's the same thing. Um, it's the exact same thing. It is. And he's being interviewed by Terry Ronalds backstage saying all this. And he says, I was the first undisputed champ because he's going to has to bring that up in every promo for the next 10 years. And. Uh, he says he's going to rise to the occasion again. <clears throat> Got anything, Matt? Um, <laughs> so I'm not incorrect in hearing that this entire feud is based on the fact that Jericho didn't get to do his entrance before Shawn Michaels. Because as you said, and it always drives me nuts that this is the narrative in WWE, that number one is more important than number two, when the match doesn't start before number two gets in the ring. Okay. So both numbers are fucking equal. Like... There is no match without a number two. So he's just really mad that Shawn Michaels got his entrance first. And that is going to what fuels this feud into mania. Uh, yeah, Jericho fucking Vortex. Like, dumbest fucking thing to feud over in the fucking world. Yeah. But, like, who's surprised? Yeah. I mean, it's par for the course, really. Fucking Thank Chris you. Irvine and Michael Hickenbottom out here just fucking shit up. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way, it all makes more sense. Um... There Speaking of Michael Hickenbottoms. Speaking of number twos. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good job. Did you unload, Vince? Ew. I think you're, you're muted. You're muted, sir. Sir. There you go. There we go. There we go. 
Any thoughts on Big Show's jag, uh, jaggy beans? Baggy jeans? <laughs> what um, is jaggy beans? Um, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? I commend Big Show for keeping up with the times. Uh, everyone was sagging their jeans back in the day, and I'm glad he was following the trends. As he should, you know? Yeah. No. Yes. Why not? No. If it's, he wants. It's a, no. We're not at saggy wants... pants yet. That's for a later match. They were just baggy. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm okay with it. You know, Big Show needs to keep up with the times. Like I said, you know, like I'm all for him. He wants to keep up with the youth at the time. Like 20 years. All he ago. needed was a wig and a mesh top, and he could have been a Hardy Boy. Honestly, <laughs> yes. Honestly, yes. Mad Jeff and Biggie Hardy. Biggie, Biggie Hardy? Yeah. It could be a thing. I'm not 100% sure they didn't do that at some point, but I guess we'll wait and see. Oh, God. You don't like that, Katie? No. <laughs> you don't like the thought of Big Show Just doing this with thing. the uh, the Lita thong no. on the back? <laughs> oh, How dare you? Whale Tail Big Show would be the greatest Big Show. I need Whale Tail would... Big Show. No. Yeah. I kind of want to see it, to be honest with you. I'm, we'll I'm on that it. train with you guys. You're sick. I mean, I think his Akibono match was enough of a Whale Tail uh, for a lifetime. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to well, remove anything. No whale tails in this next match, I don't think. Uh, unless I missed it. We got the world tag team titles on the line. Lance Storm and William Regal, the champions, versus the Dudley boys, Bubba and Devon. Um, this is a fine little match, I guess. Another pretty short one. So this feud has involved a lot of JR and King. I don't know if you guys remember. They kind of alluded to it in the show. Um, but JR, Jim Ross, and uh, Jerry the King Lawler, <laughs> uh, they. The King. Were, the king uh king. from from, from tennessee he was uh so they did a whole segment on raw where like eric bischoff and chief morley uh were running amok and they, they were angry at jr and king they were saying some stuff on commentary that they didn't like so they're like all right you two are in a match and you're gonna face william regal and lance storm and then they faced them and then i think the dudley boys interfered and king and jr won the match beat their champions. I don't know if they're the champions at the time. I think they were. Uh, but that's the tag team division in WWE. So at least on so this was like now. Yeah. Some things never change. At least they don't have, you know, blue and red belts. But uh, technically there was red on the raw belts and blue in the in the SmackDown belt. So how do you kick people from calls? Um, <laughs> I'll figure that out later. I'll, I'll edit and post. <laughs> Stream your um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I enjoy the match again. Pretty short. Uh, Storm and Regal beat on Devon for a bit. Bubba gets the hot tag. Uh, a little bionic elbow action. A little Bubba bomb action on uh, Lance Storm. Regal breaks it up, and then Chief Morley comes out and uh, tries to interfere in the shenanigans. And then this to try to allow Regal to hit Devon with the brass knucks, which is uh, Regal's calling card at this point. Uh, but he gets reversed into a 3D, and then Devon takes the Nux and smashes Lance Storm in the face with them. And the Dudleys get the pin, and we got new tag team champions. So the Dudleys win. I have a sneaking suspicion that Chief Morley is going to try to reverse this decision on Raw or something. But for what it was, I enjoyed this little deal here. What you guys think about it? Do you children, my children, my my, my two kids, uh, stepbrother and sister, Vince and Katie, uh, are, yeah. are you aware 
We talked about this last night. Are you aware Doesn't mean I'm okay of who Chief Morley is? I am, yes. You're not one of the children. Okay. It's okay. Oh. So, isn't it Val Venus? Because I thought it was Val Venus. I literally put Val Venus question mark because I was yeah. very confused. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was like that, uh, that's yes. got to be the big Valpowski. I, I recognize so, him from a distance. So we had we had the porn star who joined right to censor and then went away for a little while and came back with his actual name as. Chief Morley, because the sheriff shit is a weird thing that WWE did for a little time. Like Stone Cold was a sheriff because he's from Texas and Morley's a chief. I I, I don't fucking know. But uh, yeah, so it's just weird to me that the guy whose character and is best known for was this porn star gimmick is way more close in real life to the right to censor Chief Morley version of the person than he ever was the porn star. Nothing surprises me in wrestling anymore. That's a good point. I'm surprised every day. That's a good point. <laughs> Shout out to the big Valbowski. I was a big fan of Val Valbowski. He had a little run in there between Right to Censor and this, where he was like teaming with Randy Orton a little bit, like when he first started, and then he just kind of got shunned to velocity. And mm. now he's wearing polos. So that's where we're at with uh, <laughs> old Sean Morley here. Uh, Vicente, any other thoughts on this? No, or Matt, do you have something? I saw fingers. I was just, well, I'll let them. I was just going to ask who everyone thought was the greatest tag team of all time, but let them talk about the match. I think that's Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas per their name. That, that's kind of yeah. like the name of the title. It's kind that's, of, that's, yeah. That is actually their name. That's kind of a Legally. stupid question there, Matt. Uh, Vince, on, got any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, you know, the match was was there. It was If I was watching this live, I this would be my piss break match out of the entire card. Uh, it gets an eggplant emoji out of me. At least, at least it gets one eggplant from me. So okay, you're just throwing out eggplants like willy nilly. Well, crazy. I mean, Baby Brock got three, so you know, like I'm three to eggplants, be, three eggplants, Baby Brock, and that one for each blue chew. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, and then two for Big Show. You know, that that's a lot of yeah. mass there that you need right. to accumulate for. You know. I don't think you need to calculate your mass before taking blue chew. I don't think that's how it works. Uh, I, but I have to read. I have involved. to reread the fine prints. Uh, right. You know. Well, Kyle, you don't because you only take one. Uh, as we talked about, Vince has a tolerance now, so he needs to do some calculations to make sure he doesn't take too many. It doesn't fucking explode. Yeah. No, it's it's more of an experimental process at this point. You know, it's trying to see how many blue chews can a blue chew chew type of thing. You know, is this why you're constantly leaving podcasts? Is it <laughs> it when is. The screen goes black. Is you just overdose the blue chew and you have to take care of it <laughs> instead of vomiting it up? You have to vomit out your pee hole. <laughs> Ew! You know what? Why that's that's like that? that's more like a paywall type content information to be given mm. out. So you know, you know. Maybe subscribe to the Creation World Patreon and give a dollar there. Maybe the information's on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's not where that this, should be. It's pay, it, this is paywall stuff. You know, you can't just give out all the secrets. For a dollar. You're doing that shit for a dollar? I'm not going to have you guys waste your money to find out that it is not there. It is not there. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to waste your dollar, waste it to hear me talk about WCW, not trying yeah. to figure out I mean, if listen, Vince masturbates listen, during every show. Listen, he does. Travis would be disappointed in knowing that you just got people to not want to tune in to, and subscribe to our Patreon. I have been disappointing Travis since third grade. He's fucking used to it. Maybe you should use a blue chill on Travis then. 
Well, you don't really need Blue Chew if you go to sexualcreations.net to uh, get your <laughs> leashes and your, and your yeah, dog bones. And, <laughs> or whatever the plug is. Oh, oh, he's, like, he's like, go to bonnieandclyde.com slash creation world. <laughs> 50% off. Uh, they're in the bible right bonnie and clyde somewhere yeah, yeah totally yeah. okay yeah. at some point you know first page you gotta... they're right there uh That's dudley boy is one of the greatest tag teams of all time and honestly william regal especially now like i feel like william regal is way more appreciated now than he was when he was actually doing shit here in 2003 and sure. everywhere else but lance storm way underappreciated for everything he did in wrestling and how entertaining and fun he was i forgot they were a tag team i was really excited when i saw them come out together Shout out to their patriotism for their countries, by the way. You know, you'd love to see it. Um, also, William Regal was kind of like one of the kings of having multiple like tag team partners. You know, I didn't knew he teamed up with Lance Storm, I, or at least I forgot about it. He also teamed up with Eugene and Tajiri, you know. So, you know, he he's really good at finding tag team partners to uh, team up with. Is good the word? Dave Taylor, he's- Squire Dave Taylor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think he teamed up with uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Jean Paul Levesque. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's uh, he's he's able to find part suitable partners is what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Um, Catherine, any any thoughts on this before we uh, before we shift on? Excuse me. (laughs) You even got the right one, too, like. You I've have asked, plenty I've of options, with Katie, and you hit, you hit it on the nail. I, I had to ask her the head. first time. I'm cheating, but he did. He did. Yeah. Have to, he did have to ask me. Um, no, I mean, t- typical Dudley boys match. Dudley no wood, boys. though. What? I said no wood, though. Tables. Yeah, they they did not get the tables. Um, which, they didn't get I mean, wood. Okay. <laughs> Take it easy. Wood track. Um. But, you know, Dudley Boy things testify at the end, as you should. This was their, like, 16th title, tag title at the time, which is crazy to think because that was 20 years ago. Yeah, like halfway into their run. They're already at this point, which is crazy. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And, like, I agree with Matt. Like, Lance Storm is very underrated, very underappreciated for the things he did in the times. I love Lance Storm. I didn't. I didn't realize he was going to be in this match. I was like, "Oh, hey, cool." Mm-hmm. So I saw. I saw um, something on Twitter. It was like a side by side. It was Lance Storm and WCW with the Canadian flag behind him, and he was like standing all menacingly. And then next to it, it was Gunther. Now, and I think the caption was like, "Gunther is just Lance Storm." If they took Lance Storm seriously. <laughs> which may which may or may not be true. I know Lance Storm is like way smaller than him. I think he is. Maybe not. But it's Google. Um, but also, it's it's funny because his whole gimmick was if I could be serious for a moment because he was always serious. Yes. Right. So they, that, they, they took that him joke. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Or a few months away from him dancing in the ring and then getting fired. So, uh, or this is all before Stone Cold. This, like, didn't Stone Cold did a do do a thing where he like brought out a sleeping bag and fell asleep during his match or something? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's that's gonna kill a gimmick. Uh, Gunther's six four, while Landstorm is listed as five eleven. So, what a I mean, midge. Um, well, couldn't get worse than that. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's the motion of the. This uh, is why I keep Katie around. 
<laughs> this kind of commentary. Moral to support. Keep our confidence up. Yeah. Positive affirmation. For you. Okay. We know somebody that's not positively affirmationed is. Uh, <laughs> wow. Good for you. It's uh, it's Nathan Jones. We're not at, we're not at L. Wilson yet. We're at Nathan Jones. Ah, uh, yes. We get a little vignette of uh, what they call him the Colossus of Bogo Road, which I had to research. Apparently, that's a place in Australia, which is where Mr. Nathan Jones hails from. Uh, Ten years in prison, which I assume that's a shoot. I mean, I I don't know why that would. He looks like a, he has a tiny head, a big body. That just looks like a guy that spent years in Australian prison. So yeah, um, didn't really pan out for old Nathan, but uh, he looked like a badass here in this vignette. Oh, what, what what this guy? What this make you guys feel in your cockles when you saw this? Well, uh, somebody else good. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it, it made me reminisce fondly of the Undertaker's only tag team partner in WrestleMania history. Whether or not he showed up for the matches. Re- is besides the point. He was but, not you know. his tag team partner. What? WrestleMania 19 was supposed to be The Undertaker, Nathan Jones versus yeah. Big Show and Albert. A-Train. Uh, A-Train. And yeah. Nathan Jones was going to be The Undertaker's prodigy because he was kind of doing like the MMA sort of like big evil gimmick. He wasn't like The Undertaker, Undertaker that we know. And Nathan yeah. Jones was a fighter. And then something happened, and it was a handicap match that Undertaker won anyway. However, the only thing that anyone needs to know about Nathan Jones is that he starred in the blockbuster movie The Condemned alongside Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is where I'm pretty sure they spent uh, most of the time filming this, was on scene for that. He was in that? Yes, he was the big bald guy that I think dies like right away. Uh, I think he either gets killed in the no I think yeah so he in like the very opening of the movie of the condemned there's this dude that they're trying to get Mm -hmm. and Nathan Jones kills him um, and then he fights Stone Cold and Stone Cold rips the tab off his thing and kicks him off a side of a fucking uh, cliff and he blows up in the air because he was like whooping Austin's ass yeah but he's the big bald guy from the condemned. No, I never like put that together in my head. I, I, I love the Condemned. Condemned, it's a great movie. in my opinion, the best movie that WWE has ever put out by far. Correct. You don't like the Marine with John Cena? <laughs> no, I prefer the ones with the Miz personally. Cena uh, Evil. Wow. Cena Evil mm. is actually not that bad. I mean, I'm not a horror horror That's my like favorite. guys. That's my favorite WWE movie. Is that what is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check out. Go back to different if you need more of that. But, um, but yeah, Nathan Jones, shout out. Shout out. Yeah, I've uh, never heard of this man a day in my life. So I was very confused. It is like, because I don't know if there's more to the story. Because, like you said, he was supposed to team with The Undertaker at this upcoming WrestleMania. He just sucked at wrestling. So was he said, just that bad? Yeah, like he's he was so that bad. bad that he can't just come out there and stand on the apron and let Taker carry him through it? Yeah. I mean, I, guess, I, guess. I, I don't think he ever wrestled after that. So. There was a period later, like towards Survivor Series, where there's like a whole faction of like big meaty men, where it's like Brock Lesnar, Big Show, who at that but they're together at that point later in the year. It's Brock Lesnar, Big Show, Nathan Jones, A Train, and Matt Morgan. Oh, this is before okay. stuttering Matt Morgan. This is just like regular ass Matt Morgan. It's a weird time. The blueprint. The blueprint. But I guess Nathan Jones was fine enough to team with Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Uh, speaking. Of, speaking of. Uh, meat bashing or whatever. Um, we got a stepmother 
versus stepdaughter match. Now that's a category. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before yeah. we get into this, so I went to look, right? Nathan Jones was in Mad Max Fury Road. And he was also in the latest Mortal Kombat movie as uh, Reiko. Uh, he's in Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. He's in the Scorpion King movie. Uh, he's in a lot of shit. So he's just an actor playing wrestler. Yeah. I mean, whatever works, man. I mean, he looks menacing. Jet Li's fearless. He was in Fearless. Like, dude, what the fuck? I guess he's just not athletic. He's athletic enough to like be put on strings and... He can't do a good old fashioned collar and elbow tie up is is the issue. You know, he can't do a collar and elbow. I mean, we all can't like be professionals. Right. Who will retard? Yeah. That's a good point. Sorry, let's talk about the uh no, I was just thinking of his is him and uh because you know the final not the final solution. The ultimate solution was also <laughs> the final solution was a no movies. That well it was Schindler's Schindler's list, but but the yeah. ultimate or, yeah, the ultimate solution. Was also one of those guys who was like so bad at wrestling that he just became like a uh, he was no holds barred. I'm looking at you, Matt, because I know these people probably are too young. Yeah, to I know. know about them. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> who's in no holds barred, Katie? What on a, on a Friday, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. What did you ask me? Who's in no holds barred? I don't know. Hulk Hogan. How dare you? Oh, how dare gross. you? No, see, Hulk Hogan is a piece of shit, so I don't appreciate anything he's done. Blue so. bandana, Hulk Hogan at that, too. You know who else is a piece of shit? It's Don Marie. <laughs> uh, the stepmother of Tori Wilson. And we have these two women uh, jock- jockeying in this next contest here. So, uh, the build-up to this match so, is something. Is something. Matt, Matt do, you, do you recall the build-up to this match? Uh, yes. Um... In one of the greatest stories ever told in wrestling history, uh, Tori Wilson's father was in a relationship with Dawn Marie. Tori was not happy about it, tried every which way to get Dawn to end the relationship because she felt that Dawn was just using her father. Um, At which point, Dawn even lured her into a hotel room and they had a little uh, romantic dalliance. Yeah, a little bit of scissor action in a hotel room as a way to end the relationship. So Don Marie has slept uh, both with father and daughter at this point. That's a um, too. Poor Al Wilson on his wedding night after being stripped naked and Tori thought being embarrassed uh, in the middle of the ring dies while having sex with Don Marie, which honestly, if I could go out that way, I wouldn't be mad. Like, I don't think That's Al is mad. Um, yeah. Don then banished Tori from showing up to the funeral. There was a whole thing. They had a little bit of a tussle and, the only way that they can settle their differences over Tori's dead dad and Don's widowed husband is a wrestling match. Cause that makes perfect sense. Like with no stakes, like nothing, no. there was nothing in this match. Like if Tori wins, then Don has to like renounce the last name Wilson. And there was no like will or anything that I could think right. of. Was it was just, Oh, we're, we're going to wrestle you, Matthew. There's, there's no greater stakes than the honor of Al Wilson. Okay. I you were going to say Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef is pretty fucking overrated, by the way, but that's a different podcast. It's <laughs> um, a different podcast. <laughs> I hope Will Gray is not listening. Oh, I just said, that sounds like something he's going to do. He's going to beat you up now. Um, I love sugar in my cornbread, by the way. Oh, and <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a tasty treat. I, I eat bread for dessert sometimes. 
Ooh. So we got, uh, speaking of sugar in my cornbread, we got Don Marie versus Tori Wilson here. And um, as Matt brilliant, poetically uh, laid out the story, uh, Al Wilson was fucked to death by Don Marie. And uh, during the uh, live uh, waker funeral of Al Wilson, uh, Tori shows up, you know, even though Don didn't want her to. Tori shows up and Don's like, you killed your father. And Tori's like, what 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 emotions? I mean, her dead father's there. She's getting yelled at by her stepmother. And then to, to put it all over the top, Tori gets hit in the back of the head with the lamp as she's over her dead father's casket. Not before they break the stand where the casket's at. Correct, you know, yes. The range of emotions between these two professional It's wrestlers. a roller coaster. It's, it's crazy. It's props to Al Wilson, though, for like pulling all this off, being in the casket. What are you talking about? You he know. was actually dead. Yeah. Yeah. Props. That's incredible. the best acting. He, he was a prop. Was His dead body there. was a prop. Props yeah. to Al Wilson. <laughs> Come on. They're joking. He was also guess. propped up. Come on. Uh, okay. Trying to be punny. Okay. So on some Katie, Katie Vick stuff, you know, is, is what he was doing. Why do we have to always bring up Katie Vick? Listen, you know, it's because you're right. here. Katie Vick and this were happening at the same time, which is insane. <laughs> what, what a no, time. No, were they actually? I mean, Katie Vick was October of 02, and this is January of 03. So I, Al Wilson wasn't dead during Katie Vick. But boy, this was Vince's um, funeral crasher phase. Yeah. Vince? Oh, yeah, I, was about to say, I don't think he crashed any <laughs> funerals. Yeah, no. Oh, I'm sure he did. I mean, I mean maybe. I'm sure Vince has fucked a widower too in his time. Um, you gotta specify that this isn't me. Probably. The listeners must know that this isn't. Listen, to me. I here's the thing. I don't know why you have to specify because I know I guarantee you when we talk Nobody's about Vince McMahon it. and everything that he's doing, no one is thinking, man, Vince Delgado, uh, fucking in 2003, <laughs> fucking widows and shit to death. Like, no, nobody's like, thinking that. Nobody's Rich is a hell of a drug. Oh. If they listen to this podcast, I mean, you can't really throw anything out. Uh, that's uh, true. If, that's if they're true. still listening at this point with all the, you know, I do have a question talk or whatever. Yeah. And because I remember I started watching full time right around 2003 and they were mm-hmm. already feuding. Uh, um, Don Marie and Tori Wilson were. Did mm-hmm. this start because she just wanted she had a thing for older men? Don Marie did. Or were they already bitter rivals and she just decided, you know what? To get back, I'm gonna fuck work. your dad. I'm gonna fuck your dad to get back at you. <laughs> I like, think it's fuck your dad. <laughs> as any, that's any solution to any problem. I'm gonna fuck uh, your dad. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck your dad. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't say anything. <laughs> I'm this sorry. This is not the place. Is this, this the is K- not is your the, podcast? Is this the Katie Pump podcast? No, go ahead, Matt. <laughs> No, because I know what he's going to say, and it involves me, and I'm vetoing it. All right. Well, listeners, create your own uh, story in your head. <laughs> so we got Don Marie versus Tori Wilson. What, what a matchup. Uh, the highs and lows. The uh, They really built up to the crescendo of this match. And uh, I'm sure a veil. Dude, like a- Don Marie comes out in a black veil and pretty much nothing else. Is just, I can't tell if this is supposed to be comedy or if we're supposed to be taking this seriously because it is so like hokey at this point. Because Al Wilson, Al Wilson, we should say, just in case anybody's confused, it's not really dead at this point. 
he is now. You know, rest in peace. But don't tell Vince that he thought he was dead. I mean, maybe he died and came back. Who knows? You know, some people like the method act. I just watched the episode uh, of Justice League where, where <laughs> Solomon Grundy comes back to life and he's already dead. So, you know, Solomon Justice, Justice League, Al Wilson, there's a lot of parallels there. So that's same, actually a I really guess. good point. Yeah. Same multiverse. How much goddamn chocolate is there, Matt? <laughs> it's a never ending bunny of chocolate. I <laughs> <laughs> well, really just like calling him out, too. Jesus. I mean, anyone that watches is going to see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. You know, I, I'm not concerned. Uh, whatever. Go ahead. I'm just I breaking know. small pieces off. That's all. Sure. Yeah. I just don't want Katie to get distracted by the chocolate. Whatever. So this is got... all that's left. This is it. Okay. I'm almost done. I'm proud of you. Promise. Hey, last podcast I guest hosted on, I built a fucking Lego tumbler from Batman while I was doing the show. So be happy. I'm just eating chocolate. That's true. You, Ooh, did it you have yeah. pictures of the well. tumbler. Well, not right now. I'll show you after. Sign to my DMs. I want to see, uh, I want to that's see the that's paywall stuff, Vince, as you were saying. Yeah. Duh. I'll show you my stuff. You show me yours, man. And to, to answer your question, Vince, <laughs> as far as like what started this storyline, I do think it was Dawn didn't like Tori. So, yeah, she was just like, I'm, well, I'm going to make love to your father. And uh, there's no real like because there's no titles on SmackDown for women. So it's no. really just two catty bitches. Uh, well, I guess Dawn's really the only catty bitch here. I guess Tori's yes. kind of not in the wrong, re- really. Uh, but yeah, so it's been a long story here, and this is the culmination. It's like a three-minute match here. So Dawn Marie comes out with a black veil, takes it off right before the bell rings, and then they uh, start going at it. Because yeah, well, the ref is checking on Tori because Tori's obviously distraught. She just lost her father. Yeah. Uh, she's her hair is all frazzled. It's a whole thing. And so Tori's like, she doesn't know if she wants to go through with this. So the ref's like, are you sure you're OK? And then as the ref is checking on Tori, Don Marie just Pearl Harbor jobs her, <laughs> catches her off guard. Oh and um, that's a wrestling phrase, by the way, I've learned uh, through past guests. That's not me. Uh, just- through through which past guest? A couple of them, actually. Not just my anti-Asian ones. Okay. Yeah. Because I specifically only ever hear that on anti-Asian podcasts with you. Well, I'm 35% Asian, so... Yeah, I know. You guys can't say Pearl Harbor job, though. Um, I won't. I didn't want to. (laughs) The fact that I'm Filipino allows me to reference a Japanese attack on the U.S. I I guess you got... I've heard this explanation before, and I 100% agree. With all my white privilege, I allow it. Thank you. I'm not touching that. Well, speaking of touching, Tori Wilson and Don Marie start touching each other in the ring. Um, I mean, they're trying. You know, these two have actually had decent matches in the past, but this one was it was whatever. It wasn't terrible, but it was just it was whatever. Don Marie's throwing out uh, Fujiwara arm bars. She does like a springboard clothesline off the second rope. So there's some fun stuff in here, but uh Ultimately, it's kind of a uh, anticlimactic finish with Tori winning with a swinging neckbreaker out of nowhere and gets the win. So, and, like I think commentary is even even they're like, "Well, that's not going to bring her dad back." I was like, "Cool." <laughs> Which I is guess. like, why the fuck <laughs> would you say that? <laughs> Glad I watched this. Um, but they're not like, wrong, "Oh, though. she won." Yeah, I mean, they're not wrong, but they got to say it. Here's the thing. Um, Tell me the thing. I was fully surprised at how much of a wrestler like I for whatever reason when anyone talks about this era in wrestling especially women like Dawn Marie and Tori Wilson or Stacey Keebler it's always thought of as 
all they had were evening gal matches or, you know, things like that. There wasn't a lot of real wrestling going on. So to see that stuff out of Dawn Marie and me not really remembering Dawn Marie being known for any of that stuff or Tori, because Tori is constantly um, the because you'll get to Sable and Tori eventually and the whole Playboy stuff. You're, You're well on your way to more Tori being seduced by older women um that want to fuck her and unfortunately sable couldn't fuck her dad because her dad was already dead um so had to settle for Tori. <laughs> so she fucked vince um, instead yeah exactly <laughs> she did. old man you know surrogate father um <laughs> i just want to know how long does it take of not having a dad for you to get over not having a dad because i feel like she felt pretty over it pretty quick if anyone on the show could help me out with that question i would appreciate it Anyone? How long? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like nobody's responding. Yeah, um, um, I don't think I don't think there's an answer. Uh, as a poppy myself, you know, I I'm always trying to be involved whenever I can be. Hell, how admirable if you've been sent I mean, Matt, you tell me. I I I miss out on some episodes. So how does it feel? How long does it take for you to like have that father figure? You know, like. Like I have Katie, so really, uh, I'm pretty much okay without without the poppy. All right, all right. In most instances, most, not all. I like I like when he visits, and you know the fact that you visited <laughs> repeatedly for about a month now has been really nice. But once you go back to you know get your pack of cigarettes and I don't see you for a couple weeks, couple years, it'll be business as usual. Two decades. There you go. So you answer your own question, man. You had the answers all along. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. <laughs> so many layers. Um, Just like Dumb Marie like and Tori Wilson. Like <laughs> well, um, well, anything else on that before we uh, nope. move <laughs> on to... Uh, just move on. No, I think we could actually sink deeper into this. Um, well, no. you, you know who could get us on track is uh, Eric Bischoff because he's backstage. And uh, he's talking to Randy Orton, you know, pretty casually. This is right before baby, Evolution. Baby Randy Orton. Yo, long hair Randy Orton is a menace, and I don't like yeah. it. So <laughs> making like it. more baggy jeans. Baggy jeans, baggy jacket, or whatever the hell he was he's wearing. Allowed. Baggy hair. Okay. <laughs> Easy, gay. <laughs> I didn't mean to <laughs> touch a sore spot. Uh, but EP is talking to Orton. <laughs> I guess uh, I forget if I guess Orton's on Raw at this point. Um, but uh, Stephanie McMahon walks up. And if you guys don't remember, they're the two GMs of each show because this is back when the brand split was a thing. I don't know if no. Matt back when Stephanie was fine as fuck. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my, my wife's right behind me, so I can't say too much. But, um, wait, whoa, 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 hold on. We are doing a podcast and she's actually in the building. Oh she is here, yeah. yeah. Is whoa. it because we brought other people and it's not just you and me? Look, you've you've heard what we've talked about so far. I, I don't think the content is why she's not here when I record with you. <laughs> so, but uh, how you are after recording with me. What hard? Yeah. Ow. Do you think my wife would? Oh, whatever. So we got. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm already in enough trouble. So we got <laughs> Eric Bischoff and Stephanie McMahon talking backstage. So we're at a point here. So Raw, it, like in real life, Raw is the drizzling shits, which, you know, some things never change. Um, 
But at this point, I mean, they're doing all the shit with like, like the Scott Steiner and Triple H stuff hasn't really hit on TV. And then they got like Chris Nowinski doing stupid stuff. You got who? D- exactly. And you got the Harvard uh, graduate Chris Nowinski. Yeah. He's, he's, he's involved in a lot of concussion research nowadays. He was a big part of the Chris Benoit thing. He's more of a doctor now than anything. But and he's, he's got firsthand knowledge because he was here when the shit was happening. He got a concussion himself and had to retire. So that's why he wasn't here. He was a tough enough. He was tough enough to win a winner, I think. Oh, yeah. um, okay. Okay. Runner up, I think. I don't think he won. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. I don't remember. But... Um, where are we at here? Oh, yes. Yeah, so Eric Bischoff and Stephanie. are t- That was the point. It's because Raw sucks. So Vince McMahon came out on Raw and gave Eric Bischoff an ultimatum. He was like, if Raw doesn't get better in 30 days, you're fired. <laughs> so Eric Bischoff says that he has a bombshell on Raw next the, the next day from this pay-per-view. And Stephanie's like, well, I also got a bombshell. The thing she does. She's um, two. There's a difference. She has two. Is it her, is it her, is it her tits? It is. I guess yeah. in um, technically it's three I, bomb, bombshells. Yeah. Uh, and then the one she's going to announce on SmackDown. Her big. Oh, that, yeah. No, that's just what she's going to do on SmackDown. Uh, come out. Anyway. Um, what did. Did Eric Bischoff get pissed on? Like, what, what was the piss reference? Because I don't remember what happened to Eric Bischoff, but Stephanie made a comment about <laughs> piss. I know William Regal drank tea with P in it. I remember that. From Jericho. But I don't remember how uh, it happened to Bischoff. So just to reference what you're saying. So Stephanie, she's like, Vince is never going to fire me because I'm a I'm a McMahon. And well, I would say blood is thicker than water. But in your case, blood is thicker than urine. That's how she delivered it. It fucking it yeah. made me enraged watching this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so I guess, I don't know. It's just Eric Bischoff is stinky piss. I don't know. I, I think it's all it was. Maybe Vince pissed on him. Who knows? I was just oh, saying nothing happened in the weeks leading up to this where like, yeah, there was no R. Kelly situation. Not on TV. Maybe that's a reference to the backstage shenanigans. Um, I, I don't know if it is. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I love that his response was, oh yeah, well, money's thicker than blood. Is it though? Sucks. Well, depend. I mean, theoretically, depending on how much money you have, it's going to be thicker than a pool of blood. Right, but you feel like a dollar bill, right? You know, I mean, you have like some blood. What's thicker? Especially if you have really viscous blood. Ooh. Too many, too many uh, factors. We we can't figure this out. Really, I don't think Eric Bischoff takes. Speak for yourself. Vince seems like he's he's on the case right here. So he seems like he's. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out where the urine reference came from. Is what I'm we have a, I have a different joke for that. <clears throat> okay. Well, Vince, Vince, I think Vince has experimented a lot in his day. Um, but anyways, speaking of experimenting, yes. WWE didn't experiment enough, I think, with this guy. Sean O'Hare, the devil's advocate gimmick that they're trying out with him, which never really panned out to be anything, I don't think, as far as no, I remember. it does not. I know, because they, they do a little vignette for Sean O'Hare, building, building him up, because he hasn't really been on TV since the invasion when he was teaming with Chuck Palumbo, I think. Yes. And uh, he co- he does come back eventually. He does a weird thing where Roddy Piper's his manager and he like smashes Rikishi with a coconut and it doesn't really lead to anything. But uh, any thoughts on Sean O'Hare? I always thought he was a dude that looked like a star. 
personally. Biggest, two of the biggest missed opportunities in wrestling, things that they started that just never panned out or never became anything. Sean O'Hare's devil advocate gimmick, well ahead of its time, definitely could have been something. Uh, they, It's what Aleister Black's gimmick should have been when he got called up to the main roster and they were having him hang out mm. in a dark room in a suit and do the shit. This is what it could have been and should have been. It should have been Sean And it, I think it would have would have well sean o'hare wasn't isn't around so neither is malachi black so follow suit well, sean, uh, sean o'hare no, is more literally around. yeah oh, literally oh. not around he like al wilson <laughs> yeah he's he's right? with al wilson he got <laughs> fucked to death by don marie you're absolutely right <laughs> lucky bastard um the other one mordecai uh very, very still sad about more settled down listen <laughs> we had early on in the smack and raw podcast when i, I had my co-host eric uh his whole thing was making sure that no one ever forgot that Mordecai existed. He would say that Mordecai was in the rafters waiting for his return at every pay-per-view that happened, that we covered everything. He came by for WrestleMania this year and randomly, I have not talked to him about wrestling in a couple of years. Uh, it's been months randomly in the middle of the show. He goes, so did anyone see Mordecai up there when they showed the, uh, the ceiling just he's still waiting for that moment he's waiting for his <laughs> moment to make his return it's gonna be after roman wayne's wins and this was before roman won and then roman won and he's like here comes mordecai i'm like you son of a bitch i fucking hate you shout out shout out to mordecai great gimmick teased a feud with eddie guerrero and never panned out teased a feud with the undertaker that never panned out which was where that should have been first i think they were building up to that but I like the reasoning why he wanted to go after Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Poor Kyle's like, I just wanted to talk about Sean no, O'Hare. Was... Now we're talking about Mordecai. No, no, no. I saw Mordecai live. That, that's oh, really? The, the pleasure that you guys in Chicago, you get all the big fucking shows. You get Money in the Bank 2011. You get all the SummerSlams and the WrestleManias. You know, you know what Norfolk, Virginia gets? Mordecai versus Hardcore Holly. On, on, on a pay per view. On a pay per view. <laughs> You know what was before that? <laughs> Luther Reigns versus Charlie Haas. Suck me. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not my... Yes. Okay. Anyways. If you ask. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I think he just did. <laughs> Is Charlie no longer in your basement? <laughs> oh, no, he's there. I just threw him a sandwich a little while ago. Um, well, speaking of that, we got Triple H. The world heavyweight champion defending his title against Scott Steiner, the big bad booty daddy, mm-hmm. <laughs> coming out here. And uh, so, again, the riveting backstory of all these matches no, it just keeps continuing. So, uh, th- there was a segment on Raw a few weeks before this where uh, Eric Bischoff made a blunder and he accidentally double booked the main event segment. Which one, it was Triple H and one, it was Scott Steiner. I guess they each had different, you know, like Triple H was going to celebrate his win at Armageddon and Scott Steiner was going to, I don't know, rub himself with baby oil or something. Um, As he should. And then they come together and like, oh, no, I should be here. Oh, I should be here. And then they're like, well, my muscles are bigger. And then they have, you know, arm wrestling matches in the weeks leading up to this. They have pose downs. They have push up contests. I mean, this whole feud is literally like, no, I have the better muscles. Let's fight. It's it's just this goes back to what I was saying about how Raw sucked at this point. It was not good. Uh, by the way, Triple H kicked the shit out of Scott in the pose down. I mean, he easily beat him, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, 
But Vince, you said you had a, a comment on the aesthetics of uh, the lingerie that these guys were wearing. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> maybe not the lingerie. Um, but, you know. This was during that weird time in Triple H's career when he was experimenting with different colored gear. He had like purple, I think blue, red. Like it just uh-huh. it, Triple H and anything other than plaid just was very weird to me. And it was very jarring too, seeing no facial hair, clean cut, baby face, uh, uh, Triple H. Given that he wasn't the baby face, it made made it all the more confusing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you know Scott Steiner with the maroon colored thong afterwards on the, at the end of the match. You know, honestly, I didn't even care about the results. All I was thinking about and all I cared about was looking at Scott's thong. You know, <laughs> well. This is the debut Listen. of Triple H's colored tights. Well, his, his tights with colors. Um, and uh, also the, the debut of <laughs> Scott's thong. So two debuts. Uh, so we did Matt get a Brian Pace match. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I feel like that would just be a panties match. But okay. Hopefully your fantasy match then. Surprisingly, I took more notes for this match than I did the entire rest of the pay-per-view. Let him fly. That I watched. Uh, I agree. I've never liked Hunter without facial hair. It's weird. It's jarring, and I'm not a fan. Uh, we are seeing Cody Rhodes' future here in Scott Steiner because this is how you know things go for guys who build themselves oh. up to be stars outside of WWE. They come in, they get squashed by someone like Triple H, and then uh, there's a 50-50 shot as if you know three, four years down the road they can build themselves back up like Booker T did. But you never know. Um, way, just one note. I loved on your show last night all of the 2003 January references you made with no like context. You're just bringing up, oh yeah, Triple H and Scott Steiner and Brock Lesnar from 2000. Like everybody listening, they like, the both hell? were fucking doing it. Like you all, y'all ain't it, it made me laugh. It made me smile. But continue. That. It, was um, all, it was all for you, Kyle. <laughs> that promo package was fantastic for this match, though, and they really hyped up the shitty feud. Tell yeah. me about the package in a great way. Um, Freakzilla. AKA Scott Steiner, for those of you who aren't in the know, uh, loves a few things uh, Superman, America, his chainmail, and the number 69. <laughs> all of which we saw between his gear and his entrance. I noticed that too. Um, also, surprisingly, apparently the crowd really was behind Scott Steiner in this match. Mm-hmm. For as shitty as this feud supposedly was and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they were really behind Scott Steiner. In this yeah, this match. match wasn't as bad as I thought it was, honestly. Yeah, and he uh, had signs in the crowd. Yeah, he had signs in the crowd, but like, it was it just me or did I notice that like Scott was got like blown up pretty early and almost I throughout f- the entire match? Unless I'm misremembering, this is his first, at least his first televised match since his debut. Oh, really? For his return, I guess. Okay. He's, I'm sure he's had like dark matches and stuff, but he's still relatively fresh on back on dark. the scene. So, yeah. Yeah, on elevation, actually. But <laughs> What's crazy to me is in 2003, Scott Steiner was setting the blueprint for what future Brock Lesnar would be doing that everyone thought was the greatest shit with just repeatedly suplexing people over and over and mm-hmm. over. And everyone shits on the guy. But then Brock Lesnar does it. And it's Suplex City. Steiner is the house on which Suplex City was built. All right. Spread the word. Spread the good word. <laughs> um, other things from uh, 2023 that people complain about or uh, whatever. Man, could you imagine the people that hate? Um, oh, I'm going to blank out on her fucking name. Look like an asshole now. Uh, the female ref in AEW, uh, Aubrey, 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 Aubrey,
Could you imagine them seeing Earl Hebner in this match, making himself a part of the match and being so animated and getting involved because refs should just be in the background and not be seen? I, oh, they fucking hate I, it. I, I like, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because like I actually had that in my notes is I kind of like the, the intro to the match. It was very UFC style where he's like, he's talking to the competitors, laying down the rules. He's like, hey, I'm not going to take any shenanigans from either you two. Um, that I liked. I, I, I like that when they used to do that back in the day, and they mostly did that in the 2000s, maybe in that era. I can't remember too much, you know big memory well but tim white just got inducted into the hall of fame and when they inducted him they said the reason he was so memorable was because he made himself a part of the match and yeah got in there yeah. and got so, involved and got the spotlight so on on top of that and then in the match itself like it's the way that he was involved in the match that i felt like enhanced it because triple h was trying to get himself disqualified pulls mm-hmm. him out and he's like i'm gonna disqualify you i'm like wait that's what your son of a bitch ass wants me to do. I'm not going to disqualify you. It wasn't until he pulled out his big giant mallet of a hammer, and I'm not talking about his penis, and then just rammed on Scott Steiner that, you know, poor old Earl Hebner had no choice but to call the DQ. But, you know, shout out for Oh, Shout out to Earl. I, like I just love the way you say things, Vince. I really do. <laughs> his he, big he said, giant mallet of a hammer. I saw your eyes light up when he said it. Yeah. It's called a sledgehammer. It's, no, it's, it's a big it's... giant mallet, Katie, I think. <laughs> no, that was something Bree Wyatt used in a helm cell. <laughs> a different thing. I forgot. How ridiculous for me. Um, but yes, <laughs> I concur. I concur. Uh, like you said, Matt, this match is pretty much Scott just suplexing Triple H a bunch. Triple H gets damn near no offense in this match. He even even face busters, you know, the the knee to the face deal onto Steiner and Steiner just no sells it completely. <laughs> that was I loved it so much. Which I get, yeah, giant mallets, no selling. It's all Bray Wyatt in this match, or all the fiends. And uh, and like you said, Vince, the whole match, Triple H just trying to get, he's trying to get counted out. He's walking towards the aisle. He's walking in the crowd, trying to get away from Scott. But uh, Scott Steiner has having none of it, and then Triple H is throwing out all the low blows, and the uh, he took he took Earl Hebner once and like grabbed him by the shirt and threw him out of the ring, and then <laughs> Earl's like, "God damn it, pal!" Or what's his accent sound like? He's like, "Oh god, you ain't go get DQ'd," or whatever he sounds like. I think you nailed it. Oh, <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. I appreciate it. You should uh, just do the rest of the show like that. Yeah. Well, I, well, and Triple, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, I'm already Ooh. gassed from doing that. <laughs> but uh, Triple H whips out the sledgehammer, hits Scott Steiner with it, and then Earl's like, "Well, goddamn, well that's enough." I, 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 now it's just AJ Styles. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> it's like a Looney Tune. <laughs> you sound like you sound like you're doing Kenny doing AJ Styles. <laughs> well, well, uh, you see, I, I tried. You know. Wow. Um, that's all it. I got. That's all I got for you. Ten out of ten. Uh, so yeah, Triple H gets DQ'd. Which I guess is why this feud kind of gets shit on in hindsight. Because I believe they have a rematch at No Way Out, and I think it has a similar ending. So mm. the match was fine. It is what it is. The finish sucked. But Triple H is laid in a pool of his own blood uh, with the title straight across him after Scott puts him in the recliner. And... Uh, puts him in the chair? Huh? The Steiner recliner. A recliner? Yeah, it's Jesus I, fucking Christ. The Steiner recliner. How Thank much you. more specific? 
Did I just say recliner? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a goose. Not not the lazy boy recliner? Yeah. Not a lazy boy recliner. So just say the little goose. I, I, big old goose here. Uh, but yes, his, uh, Scott's whale tail makes an appearance. Was that a velvet thong that he's wearing? Or am I... Uh, Wait, do you wear anything but velvet thongs? I, I'm going to tell you this, Matt. I almost never wear thongs. So I'm not the one to ask. I think you're missing out. Maybe I am. Vince, how many non-velvet thongs do you own? <laughs> For me, none. Every thong I own is velvet. You wear it's so the, soft. That's the correct answer. I've got one on right now. <laughs> all thongs are velvet. No, all the ones I own are velvet. Yeah. Not all of them in saying. existence. That's, all the ones I own. Answer. All good thongs are yes. velvet. All good thongs are velvet. There you go. Yeah, That's a t-shirt. Right, it's the movie now. <laughs> not my T-shirt. You could sell that on sexualseductions.com. Uh, <laughs> seductions. You made a, you made a good point though, Kyle. I think maybe the reason why I enjoyed this match as much as I did was because it was very much a fiend match, and the fiend is fucking fantastic. No selling and giant mallets of hammers. Like this was everything I enjoy in a wrestling match. So Undertaker does his fair share of no selling, but it works for his his gimmick specifically. It worked for the mm-hmm. fiend's gimmick too. Yeah, and I guess Scott Steiner's. Yeah, they're all freaks of nature, all three of them. He yeah. is Freakzilla. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. He's got Do the we... hookup. Holla, if you hear me. <laughs> Do we think this was too much too stu- too soon for Scott Steiner? Because this is his first feud, fighting for the world title, and he loses, and then he pretty much does nothing after this. No, this is par for the course with WWE with how they treated these guys. Yeah, that's so. true. Which is why Sting didn't show up right away. No, if you if you think about everyone that and they even did it to Sting, but if you think about everyone that they brought in from WWE, top names like Goldberg, like Booker T, WCW, ECW, they brought into WWE. They had them in that top spot that in that near main event. I mean, Booker T was wrestling The Rock and losing the WCW title to The Rock. You know, he lost to Triple H. They had to. They have to break these guys down out of the gimmicks that made them popular and rebuild them in their own WWE image before they let them get over. Some guys like Scott Steiner either didn't have what it took to be rebuilt or just didn't stick around long enough to uh, make that happen. I don't know. I think he completely rebuilt himself in the perfect way and impact. You know, had the math and the algorithm by his side. You know, I think that's where you got the best of Scott. Math his, his math was just not right here. Is yeah, what you're exactly. Saying. The math was not mathing. He was Katie Mathen here. Hey, not Steiner Mathen. Hey, is it not canon that you can't math? It is, but don't insult me like that. Don't need to call her out, man. I mean, my math is better than Steiner. Minded her own business. Literally, well. I'm just fucking sitting here and I'm getting called out and disrespected. It's not even my show. It's not even your show. It's just our dynamic. Speaking of math, we, we've pretty much subtracted one person from this match uh, coming up. So we got Kurt Angle. Oh my god! Well, I guess I guess I guess technically he subtracted himself. But we got a WWE title match. Well, I guess maybe or or, Kelly, or Kevin Sullivan maybe depending on who you believe. But we got the WWE title match. Kurt Angle, the champion, defending against Mr. Christopher Benoit. Now, uh, it could be a little tough to watch Chris Benoit matches, uh, you know, given the things that happened, uh, the thing. But uh, that being said, this match in a vacuum is one of my favorite matches of all time. And oh, yeah. It's incredible. 
lots of German yeah. suplexes and submissions, you know. Lots of submissions. And this is like a time period. So Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, I mean, the backstory is what it is. I mean, they, they were tag team partners for a little bit, but they never really got along. And they like their egos were getting the best of each other. And then so they broke up and they've kind of been back and forth, back and forth. But then Chris Benoit won a number one contenders match on SmackDown. And now we're at this match and they've, they've introduced Team Angle into the equation. Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. Yes, um, they're at the world's greatest. Yeah, they're just Team Angle. They're on their way. They're they're up the ladder. Um, and by the way, like, so, so Armageddon, the, the road here is so stupid. So Armageddon was the last pay-per-view. The WWE title match was the big show who was the champion versus Kurt Angle. Brock Lesnar interferes to take out the Big Show because him and Big Show had beef. And they still do, I guess, as per the earlier match. Uh, roast beef. Roast beef. And uh, so Brock basically helps Kurt Angle win. So Kurt Angle wins the title. But then Kurt Angle comes out the next week on SmackDown. I was like, oh, it was all a plan all along. I'm actually with Paul Heyman, not the Big Show. And then the Big Show comes out and Paul's like, no, no, no. I'm with both of you. And the Big Show's like, why are you caught there? You know, you know how Big Show talks. Yeah. And then he's spitting all over him. He's pissed, naturally, because he lost the title. And now Paul's like with the champion now. He's like, you're going to leave me just because he's the champion. And Paul's like, no, 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 no. Uh, all the leverage us three have now. Uh, just imagine Big Show. And that's all the Big Show needs to be like, oh, okay. And um, because he's a big, dumb animal, as we've as we touched on. Great pants. Great pants. Jaggy beans. Jaggy beans on this show. <laughs> and uh so that's kind of an underlying thing here but they cut they cut out all the shenanigans in this match which i greatly appreciated they they ejected team angle right from the beginning there's no interference no tomfoolery no velvet thongs in this match there is just uh wrestling this is as wrestling as wrestling gets and in a time period where that is much craved because you got a lot of bullshit as we've talked about in this product at this point so to have this technical classic was much appreciated to watch i mean like all the submission counters the angle ankle locks and the cross faces and vice versa and all like the trading of suplexes just really smooth like the juxtaposition between this and the world title match where, where that was very rough and just goofy whereas this one was just crisp and smooth it was just mm -hmm. I love this match. What do you guys think about it? This is the second Kurt Angle and Benoit match that I have watched because of you. Because right. Unforgiven 2002, we had this exact same match. Except also Kurt a great wasn't match. the champion. Also a great match. I think I kind of liked this one better out of yeah. the two. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it is like a crazy thing to think about that the two of them had such like those are probably the two best technical wrestlers in their time in their mm -hmm. prime like the especially the two of them together like you get really fucking good matches like this and unforgiven 2002 and all the other ones they've had it, and it does it does pose the point that like this was one of the only like actual like wrestling wrestling matches on the card yeah there, I mean, there were like matches, but this was the longest match, the most technical match, the most submit. Like, if you think about like wrestling in that aspect, this was your bread and butter. But if you like the cinematic stuff and the background stuff, like, you know, 
stepmother, stepdaughter stuff, then that's for you. I feel like this is the time where they kind of had something for everybody. True. Uh-huh. Like, regardless of what you liked. So, I mean, for I sure. feel like this was a good way to end the pay-per-view before the Rumble. Right. Yeah. And you guys, like, talk about this a lot on your show. Like, as far as, like, what wrestling is, you know, quote-unquote. Like, various guests you have on. Like, people have different perspectives. To me, I think, like you said, it should be everything. Like, you should sit down and watch a show and get a little bit of the soap opera stuff. And then a little bit of the technical stuff. And a little bit, like, hardcore stuff. Like, I love it all. And I would prefer shows to be like this. But maybe this one's a little heavy on the soap opera shit. But um, I do appreciate the the buffet of stuff that this this card had. I like a buffet as, a poor, as opposed to just being served the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. I think, and you're going to get into it, Kyle. I think because I've been doing Return to Wrestling with Travis and I did the entire Chris Benoit, Kevin Sullivan woman angle in WCW, um, I've become a little more desensitized to, like, if you watch that after the fact and, like, You've had to sit through that and cover that. Seeing him now in 2003 and everything, like having witnessed that, this it was just like watching another Benoit match because I've watched so many recently. He's a huge part of uh, 96. Thank you. Love you. You're the best. You're gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, Katie said bye. Hi. Love you. Um, But yeah, no, I'm I'm just. it didn't bother me, and it 100% was the best match on the card. It's one of the best matches they've ever done. And it's crazy to think we're still a year away from Chris Benoit winning yeah. the yeah. World Heavyweight title. I was thinking about that, too. Initially, when we were told we were covering Royal Rumble Ruthless Aggression Era, for whatever reason, I misread it as 2004. I was like, oh, we're watching that Rumble. But then I saw it was all three. I was like, oh, okay, so we're just a year off. So, yeah. It's- that's how math works. It is. But don't listen to Kate. She's improving. She's improving. Um, it is interesting, though. <laughs> <laughs> because Benoit does, like, unless I'm forgetting, I don't think he does, like, really anything in between now and the next year's Rumble. Because he's, like, goes into a tag team with Rhino and just kind of fiddle fucks a little bit with that. Fiddle and then fucks. There's also a point in time where he is kind of sort of aligned with John Cena and... Je- well, John Cena is doing his battle rap, but I think that's after. That's like I think Survivor that's Series 05 time. or 06 Cena. What? No, Survivor, Survivor I Series 03. I, I, I had this. I, they like teamed together at Survivor Series 03, and they faced that big team that I mentioned earlier of all the big meaty men, and they were oh. the final two in that match, mm. Benoit and Cena. Hmm. But John Cena comes out rapping As he does. and does his battle rap during an entrance, and this is one of the only like Chris Benoit promos that I remember is Chris Benoit ends the rap with, I'll make you tap. Like he is the punchline at the end. And that's all he says in John Cena's battle rap. And they're together in a tag team. Really? I am looking this up yes. when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see That doesn't sound like it should work, but the way you it describe did. it makes it seem like it worked perfectly. But it's John Cena. John Cena and is like, like, can do no wrong. John Cena didn't really have great hype men. Do you guys remember beat? B2 or B squared. B squared. Jensen Brooks. Jen, yes. No, no, Josh Briggs. One of the two. One of one of the cowboy fucks down in NXT is B squared's child. He's B. He's B uh, oh, to the fourth no. power. Oh, that, okay. Be, uh, 
fourth. That may make me like the yeah, more. Yeah, be the fourth. And I feel like you've mentioned this before, and it always be the fourth. Like, I'm pretty sure it's the Virgin. Uh, so fuck. Jensen. What is it Jensen? Jensen. Briggs, yeah. yeah, Briggs Jensen, not Josh Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Virgin. Because we call him Brooks and Dunn for like eight years. So like, I'm I get them all type of fucking confused. It's your guys' fault that I don't know their names. Because you guys joke about what their names are, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what their names are, and I tell other people it's that, I'm like, who the hell are these guys? Uh, um, virgin, yeah. Not Pete. <laughs> Pete yeah, Virgin, big, no, that's big Bush. Guy. Yeah, that's Bush. Bush. Wait, what? <laughs> we just keep going. What a tree! What a tree! <laughs> well, any uh, any other thoughts on this before we uh, get ready to rumble? I hate you. <laughs> I missed the old WWE title. That's it. The undisputed title good, design, I one. loved it. One of my favorites. I don't hate it. I, I do like that they made it like twice as big once Brock won it. Yes. Like all of a sudden well, it was just well, way bigger than it. I guess. Yeah. Speaking well, bigger is better, isn't it? That's so not. Does it matter? Okay. Well, if you ask Allison, it's a different story. So which is it? Okay. Well, she's not here. <laughs> Fair enough. So I will say. To be well, fair, yeah. size is a preference, Vince. You didn't. All right. All right, there you go. Imagine some doesn't others. We're all different, and that's okay. Kyle's a big size queen. <laughs> so I got, I got white person smiled. See, <laughs> white person smiled. Is that what you I was going to say. We talked about that. Was that after the show? That that's the other sixty five percent of Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that's all the Scottish in me. Oh, uh, okay. Drew. Drew McIntyre. I share a birthday with yeah. him. I just found out. Nobody that asked. Really? So we got the Royal Rumble <laughs> coming up here. And uh, all right, I'm going to play. Listeners, hit that timestamp at 139.46. So that's the WWE Royal Rumble on Peacock, otherwise known as Season 16, Episode 1 of Royal Rumble from uh, 2003. Have your timestamp set at 139.46. Keep it on mute or keep the volume low or whatever. And uh, let our commentary take you through this journey or just listen to it. If you're in the car or mowing the lawn or uh, shoving your balls in a rabbit's mouth outside in your backyard, whatever it is you're doing, you can just listen to this. Or if you want to follow along, 139.46. Once you're ready, I'll count you down from three and we'll hit play. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll have a running ticker going. So it might be easiest that way, but uh, just another option if you want to follow along. But let's get ready to do it. Let's get ready to rumble, huh, folks? Three, two, one, play. Shout out to Howard Finkel. Oh, Finkster, giving us the rundown. I love them in Legends. Listen, Kyle, I, I appreciate you uh, not inviting the rack and trying to, you know, use those sexy ass eyes to squeeze me out of every episode that you've had that idiot Matt Ritter on, but uh, I am here and I am ready to recap. I am going to enjoy the shit out of this. You're going to do that for 58 minutes, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you uh, best believe I'm going to do it for 58 minutes. I did an entire porn watch along doing this. This is nothing. He did. I was there. <laughs> That's very I showed up at for all point. involved. Vince also, just randomly showed up, not expecting it. How else could we do this? There was a sexy boy on screen, and it is not the rack for once. 
Every time I think about his music, I always think about the meme where it's like, it shows McDonald's and like they're out of boy toys and it's just HP <laughs> crying. <laughs> <laughs> seen that? No, I'm no, finding it right stupid. now and that. sending it to all of you. Oh my god, that would be the thumbnail of the episode. <laughs> Let me fucking find it. Shut so we're all aware that because uh, Shawn Michaels came out first, he is exponentially more important than, than whoever comes out after him. Correct? Right? Because he in starts general, from the beginning. Because Jericho's number two. So yeah. <laughs> in general, well, Jericho's still number two, right? Oh, is that what, is that what your joke was? Yeah. Because poop. Yeah, he's shit. <laughs> Nice. Not the shit, just a piece of shit. Yeah, Do you guys personally yeah. care at all knowing beforehand who the first two competitors, or at least one of the first competitors, is in the Rumble, or do you want the entire thing to be a surprise? I like being surprised. I mean, in this case, there's a story that goes along with it, so I don't mind, because Jericho right. and Sean are trying to outdo each other. Fair enough. But uh, in general, like the, the more surprises, the better. Uh, generally, when the rack is getting 30 minute one time, he is uh, not too concerned at the order in which they appear. So, I can't. I I don't listen to anything you say, rack. <laughs> listen, Kyle. I got a question for you. Do you know what day this took place on? What when in January? I don't. Why don't you tell me? Well, I was. I, I don't. I I'm asking because it was my understanding that they wanted to have it on January 6th, but uh, Chris Jericho <laughs> had other plans. They were not able to. Yeah. They're really premeditating that, right? Oh, it's yep. Christian. That's not Jericho. I remember Ooh. this. Yes. I forgot I that until now. No, I'll blame you. There's no better way to start a match than touching Shawn Michael's dick. A little Pearl Harbor from I Jericho. Stop. <laughs> I didn't do it. You Is can see bleeding? the meme now. Check your, check your DM. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Have you guys? I literally saw this on Twitter earlier today. <laughs> I've seen this before, and I always forget to save good memes. <laughs> the, I lost my smile. Screenshot. That's hilarious. The rack has a very bad feeling that uh, these two gentlemen are going to be the last two in the Rumble as well, and that everyone that shows up after this is just not going to matter. That is not the case, it's, unfortunately. It's not 2023, Matt. Or 22 or whatever they did that. <laughs> or no, they did it on the Women's Rumble this year, didn't they? Yeah. Was it Liv and Rhea? You mean mm -mm. Liv and Mommy? My mistake. My mistake. Put some goddamn respect on her name. Oh, man. He's cutting the same exact place wow. that Triple H was cut. Ooh. What are the odds? <laughs> um, yeah, I did not know this was a John Moxley match. <laughs> This is where he gets his inspiration, actually. It is early yeah, this 2000s. Jericho beard is brutal. Yeah, it's... Oh, who's, who's next? Goldberg's not here yet, uh, Katie. Exactly the same way as Jericho's chin hair. <laughs> there we go. It's your boy, Katie. It's Chris Nowinski. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you know the music? No, this, there's... No familiarity whatsoever. Who you see, he's a man? Harvard grad, so he's smart. And that's why he's not getting in there. Well, I didn't go to Harvard, but I'm probably smarter than him. How dare you? <laughs> if the rack had hair, he would wear it just like Rick Nowinski. See, well, I feel don't. like the rack could pull off HBK's really short hair <laughs> like this. Uh, <laughs> HBK bob. did not pull off HBK's short hair. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a bob. It's a Karen bob, actually. Question. Mm. Do you think you can pull off the Chris Jericho beard? 
with the little like ponytail tight thing in there. I'm pulling it off right now with my pants. I said that, Vince. Is that rubber band? I need a visual aid. Ew. No. Oh, there it goes. I forgot Sean got eliminated so early. Well, I really was expecting like a you know skin the cat kind of thing. I'm gonna be honest with you, Kyle. I got really excited. Normally, when I see somebody pull out a hair tie like that, I know what's about to happen. And... <laughs> All right, we're putting this back. <laughs> he said, "I'm literally putting this way." Was he like being sucked into the ring there? <laughs> it looked no, like he was. No, he wanted to rumble away. That's the vortex. That's the Jericho. <laughs> I, was, the I was about to say it is the vortex of Jericho underneath the ring, ladies and gentlemen. Just sucking in Michael Higginbottom. It's been a thing since uh, 20 years ago. Three, two. By God, who's next? Is Chris Nowinski just going <laughs> to diddle himself on that? Yes! Oh! Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer alert. And he did the thing. Oh, no, he didn't do the thing. God damn it. No, there was nowhere to do it. <laughs> so this is around the time he started being a terrible father. Is that correct? Correct? <laughs> yeah, actually. Man. Close close enough time for him. You can't let me have any, Oof. can you? Whether, you're, whether, whether it's the rack or Ritter, you know. Listen, uh, I, 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 there, there are a lot of things the rack will let you have, Vince. Ooh. Take it easy. Well, okay, Ray, you got power bombs. You did not. Most of them okay. come with a hair tie. <laughs> I'm I was the rack, telling by the myself way. when Ray was doing his mania entrance this, uh, you know, last weekend, he definitely should have included a little snippet of this theme song because I fucking loved this theme. Mm. Do you guys Who remember that? his theme that he used when he won the Royal Rumble? Like he used it for like a short spell before he debuted the POD version of it, but it was more like a yeah. reggaeton version of like the Buyeka Six One Nine one. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, fantastic theme song. No. Ah! And unfortunately, it's not available on Spotify. Of course, it's not. Because <sighs> I can't have nice things. There you go, Ray. Get Who's that next? asshole out of Who's there. Next? <laughs> this is my favorite yeah, part say, of the Rumble. I'm going to say it every time. It does not matter because Chris Nowinski is whooping Ray's ass. He, he already knows this is a terrible father and he is going to, you know. If you can know. Ooh, there we go. Oh. Stop connecting. You know what? Oh, this is it Brood Edge? No, this is not Brood Edge. No. This no, is Brood Edge. They would tell you. It would be on the screen that it's Brood <laughs> Edge. In dripping blood, you know. Even though he wasn't coming out with the Brood theme song, but I digress. Um, this was the. So you uh, think you know like me? The Edge. beginning of the SmackDown Six, right? I think it was already uh, starting because it's more towards the end of it, but we're still like kind of in the midst of it. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, well, Edge was on SmackDown. Yeah, he was. Edge, Edge is about to. I think it's the next month. Jericho went through the next middle, surgery, correct? Or did he get eliminated? Yeah, he did. Okay. okay. Wait, Ooh. yeah, he did to what? Because you, <laughs> he asked two questions. Yes, he went through the middle rope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes to both. Yes, to, yes, he went through the middle rope, and yes, he got eliminated. <laughs> That's um, my rules. My podcast. Here we go, sixty-nine, baby. Let's go, Ray. And it's not the sixty-nine. Oh, no, right. he missed. He missed the sixty-nine. That's not. No. That's not what the move's called. Are you sure? I'm, I'm almost. I'm ninety-five. Is there a sure. six in it? Y- yep. Oh. Is there a nine? Oh, uh, he got oh. eliminated. He got eliminated. He touched both. Only one. No, yes. there are two. Yes, there's right a nine there. in there, Matt. Does the thick come before the nine? Um, you can go fuck yourself, Rack. <laughs> <laughs> go 69 yourself. I think that's physically impossible. You know what? No, if that's anyone can do it, Rack. Who's that coming in my eye? R-E-Y, Mysterio, <laughs> here we go. Hey, Rack, I got a question for you. If you suck yeah, your own, how can I help you? If you suck your own dick, is that a self-69? 
Um, it's a self. No, that is more like a. Uh, the rec called that a donut roll. <laughs> okay. No further questions. Uh, you know what? This this white gear from Edge is really good. Like who's next? Sorry, I had to get in there. <laughs> oh Christian. man! Uh, Goat theme song. I was really hoping Chris Jericho would then be on the stage and Christian would come in <laughs> from the back door. That's what should have happened. It's just an endless loop. <laughs> oh, look at them, Cog. That is so cute. Were they oh, were they uh, still acknowledged as brothers or were they best friends uh, at this point? Oh, no, not. this was after they broke up and Edge does not like Christian in I any way. I think they might form. still be brothers, though, on screen. Just estranged yeah. brothers. Oh, okay. I forgot that, that was a thing they did. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Big Show at one point with Andre the Giant's child. Oh, he still is. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh no shot. He eliminates both these guys. Okay. Here you go, Edge. See, and that is why this bond between Ray and Edge exists. Ray, you know, using those powerful thighs around Edge's neck to keep him alive in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's where the concussion happened. I think it might have been. <laughs> yeah, he Dude, I think no, we actually. just saw Chris Nowinski's career end there. <laughs> I'm like, like not why, even joking. <laughs> like, why did they think that was a good idea? I blame Edge. Oof. I blame Edge. That was like, that was rough ski. If this if yeah. that didn't end his career, this Bronco Buster. Bronco? The Bronco yeah. Buster did. This man's can This is the racks finisher, by the way. Cock thrown in his face. Huh? <laughs> uh, that is the racks finisher, by the way. I bet. It but it's the reverse nice. version. It is. That is correct. You run it's, backwards it's into them and throw your gooch at them. that the clock is counting down, uh, just to get them excited. We call it reverse cowgirl, Kyle. Ooh, I ride a reverse cowgirl. Mm. I love all this. All, all of the things are coming out. Chavo Guerrero is one of your faves? Well, I like Chavo Guerrero back in the day, you know? I thought it was Kerwin White that you enjoyed. Oh, you know, I I enjoy all aspects of characters that Chavo has played. You know, he the versatility Ooh, in his uh, character range is very impressive. Also, this was Man, the part. era in which uh, all the Guerreros were recycling the same theme song. <laughs> so, LWO theme song, by the way, Rack. Uh, Matt was talking about it on the show yesterday that LWO mm. needs their own theme song. They just need to go ahead and recycle this one. No, what they need to do is they need to come out to just Eddie Guerrero theme music. They, Ray did it at the WrestleMania. I think everyone should just... Be, I need more Latino heat in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Or, uh... What's the other one? Kraken? Kraken is, is so underrated. I'm glad that they, should be the LWO theme song. Kraken is an alcohol. Like, well, release the Kraken? I think they, re- <laughs> I think they re-released it and called it um, I'm Your Papi or, like, Poppy or something like I'm your Poppy yeah, or something. Yeah, it's on like one that. of the like uncaged albums. Yeah, it's so good. Wait, is, are we talking like release the Kraken or like were we smoking Kraken? Uh, a little bit like, of both. What, what <laughs> yes. both. A little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. Hey guys. Okay. Who's next? <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, I actually I'm glaring a... at you, Katie. Okay, Goldberg, calm down. Ayo. Oh, Konichiwa. Konnichiwa. It's Tajiri time. It's your boy just here. Fun fact, everyone believes that the reason that they call Tajiri the Japanese buzzsaw is for his kicks. It is not. What's it for? His mouth. Nice. <laughs> Wait, what? Nice. <laughs> Does he chew on dicks? He might. What's wrong with the it's little It's the dude? vibration, Kyle. It's the vibration. That's what a good vibration That's is. That's not Misty is spitting. Ah, I see. 
Why is it that color then? I love the Royal Rumble. Tajiri rules. <laughs> Tajiri's so underrated, by the way. Dude, he's yeah, hundred um, percent. He's one of the best. I is guess Tajiri in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Getcho Hall of Fame by proxy of his that finisher. That's count. all that matters. That does not count. I, I think it does count. You can't just disregard a Hall of Fame that just started up on Wednesday. Yeah, I is definitely this, can. Is this before or after Tajiri was doing the whole gimmick where, like, Tori Wilson, he had her, like, culturally appropriating the Japanese kimono thing, and then she stripped it naked? Like, that happened before this, or is that later to come? That was before this, Rack. Do you have a date on that episode of SmackDown? I, like I could, I could find that for you if you need me to. Please DM Quick, me because the rack, uh, yeah, no, the rack enjoyed that. I remember that. Oh my God, he's all my fetish. <laughs> it's about to tell us. Oh, Hugh Morris, coming at you. <laughs> uh, that clearly said build a mop. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Same I actually thing. Don't know what number we're on. Actually, Usually. that's the thing that's actually bothering me because like it doesn't show it. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. It is either six or nine. I am not sure which. <laughs> it's always either six or nine or one. Okay, so it started off with <laughs> that one. No, it started off with Christian. No, it started off with, it with HBK. It started oh off with Hickam Bottom and Irvine. <laughs> I mean, technically, it was Christian before Jericho. That it, well, <laughs> where you got me there? Six, seven. Uh, I think we're on uh, eight. You'll build the mutts bandana is like over his eyes what is he doing here uh trying to get his <laughs> cholo on apparently what's up didn't bill demott get fired from wwe for like fucking up a recruit thumb or thumb shit Something and like, like tough enough like just abusing somebody mercilessly he, he was Something very like bad as a coach in the pc yes piece of shit i, I let him fuck exactly me up what a nice okay. moonsault though this bill demont did he now i've never seen Probably him salt uh, moonsaults whatsoever Listen, the best moonsault are thick boy moonsault. It it looks like it hurts, and it probably did. I thought Christopher Daniels had the best moonsault ever. Allegedly. Who? Allegedly. The fallen angel. Christopher Daniels. Okay, so number nine. Are you, sh- are you sure? Maybe. I'm second guessing. Tommy yeah. Dreamer. Look, <laughs> he has Mitchell's pants on. <laughs> Well, my, okay. under, my understanding there, uh, Sexy Kyle, is that very soon uh, you and uh, that idiot Matt Ritter will be sitting down to talk something very important in the career of Mr. Tommy Dreamer. Is that correct? The, the, the scuttlebutt on the street is correct there, Rack. Look at more baggy pants. Okay, it's but too- Tommy Dreamer has worn those his entire career. No, he hasn't. He's, that is not true. That is not true. These are all extra. The ones that I remember, and that's all that fucking matters. He's been wearing pants like that. The, uh, Start wearing more sweatpants. More sweat. The white trim shoulders. on it's a little brutal. I'm be honest. Yeah, it's very Hardy Boy. Those are Hardy Boy pants. Yeah, just, the rack owns a pair of those, by the way. I bet you do. Just do the thing. You know? <laughs> He's got like Hardy Boy shoes on. That too. I think he was uh, a, a fanboy. Tommy Ooh. Hardy. Ooh. <laughs> concerto with the or concert trash can. You know what? I, can, I think I actually toe. saw a TikTok recently where they're talking about this uh, this match and this spot specifically. Tommy Dreamer comes in and is hitting everyone so stiffly, and I think might have like like rocked Chris Jericho so much to the point where he got pissed and, and he gave him a receipt by smacking him in the with the trash can <laughs> lid. So uh, that's so funny. 
So let's be let, let, let's be honest here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tommy Dreamer is a saint because this match was it was fine, but it was a little boring uh, until he brought in some. Toys. You watched the rumble uh, already? You know, if you go to adamandeve.com, okay. uh, adamandeve.creationworld.com, <laughs> youth code erotica, uh, you can get some toys for the bedroom to make your bedroom time as uh, entertaining as it is Am I uh, money this match this? with the toys. Uh, yes. This is number 11. Oh, he's man. squared. Booyah. You remember he would say that? Uh, he's, John he's Cena would always, he, John Cena would rap, but then he'd give the mic to be squared and then he'd go, booyah. That, that I, uh, did something say. happen to be squared on like yeah, the kickoff show with some shit that we missed? Why'd he come out here holding his arm? I don't know. I didn't question it. He's probably. Why is, of all people, him not in baggy pants in a tank top and a do rag? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta let that luscious body. Was he always blonde? Oh, I thought he was God. Be squared was. He's, he also is bald. I thought he was um, bald, just in general bald. He was bald. But I saw Why some blondness bald? there. You know, I saw some. Uh, for some fuzz on his head. Well, he's the real Slim Shady. Ooh, oh, Chavo nice. is eliminated. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> nice. Clever. Very nice. clever. They're going like <laughs> through the middle rope every time. Jericho was just like, I'm going to be Michael Hickenbottom. I'm going to do everything he did that made him famous. I'm going to copy all his shit because oh. I have nothing of my own. Oh, there Double they go. I get like that. Brothers. There was a lot of Still blondes that in WrestleMania match. ring at the, at the same time. Everybody was blonde. Fairly certain that it's not the first or last time Chris Jericho took two brothers at the same time. That's we a category as well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> These are all categories we're exploring together. I'm here. Where did he get busted open? Uh, yeah, it's Where the fuck did Hickenbottom go? He got eliminated, eliminated. The first. Eliminated right first. Oh, remember when he got sucked into the vortex? Yeah. Twelve. Number I thought 12. he just rolled under the ring and got sucked. Nah. In. I didn't know he was gone, gone. He got sucked over the top. One of the over best the theme sucked. songs, I will say. Did you ever listen to uh, his theme song that they were gonna give him? And uh, no. they actually they actually used it. I think it might have been like Samantha Miss Raw 2007. It was like Fury of the Storm, WWE, WWE, yeah, Ruthless Aggression or Ruthless, that Reckless Intent, Reckless Intent. There oh. you go. Uh, one of my, one of the first CDs I've ever bought. Uh, it was the WWE the, the theme CD. That song is very good as well. If you haven't looked it up, look look up Reckless Intent. Look up RVD's Fury of the Storm. It goes hard. I'm more of a forcible entry singlet? kind of guy. RVD's. The favorite sing oh of RVDs. Yeah, because like each one's different. Like it's they're iconic. I'm particularly I like this fond ones. of the current one he's wearing. I like this one. Yeah, this yeah. is really good. You know which one I hated was the one that looked like he had like tiger prints on it. I was really I wasn't really a fan. See, that was my favorite. Well, uh, fuck you, Vince, because uh, the rack's favorite thing is animal print, and was about to say that tiger print RVD is the rack's favorite RVD. Tigers love pepper. They hate cinnamon. <laughs> I think it was this one that had like Sorry, a what? dragon, but like it was like in pink, and like in the dragon was like right in the middle. It's like mostly black with like pink or like a very like pinkish red. It was in <laughs> SmackDown versus Raw 2006, I think. Jericho, is he going to get eliminated? No, not eliminated. Unfortunately, no, he's so what? The rack is understanding is Vince never actually watched wrestling growing up. He just played the video game because every <laughs> reference that he has to what happened in wrestling in his career. Oh, wait, let me shut the fuck up. This is the greatest version of Matt Hardy ever, version one. <laughs> Did he just trip? <laughs> wait a 
Uh, <laughs> How did that he, even happen? He, he, did his hand, he did his hand gesture too uh, too hard, I guess. Uh, remember when he uh, party? <laughs> remember oh, when he posed up. in the middle of the ring, uh, like he's like on the rope, and he just tipped over forward and just fell just, out. That was just in, <laughs> yeah, just Gabriel's fault. Matt's a blooper reel, and I'm not talking about Ritter. He is too. Do you know that uh, prior to coming to WWE and having the uh, fortune of being uh, an mf uh Shannon Moore down there within a uh, wrestling boy band with Evan Courageous and WCW? Who? Called Three Count. Oh, WCW? Yeah, I don't know. Was Shane he, Helms? Yeah, it was Shane Helms, right? That is correct. Yes, I do remember that. Ironic. For some reason. Just a bit ironic. Amazing. Because one of the, during or those eras, you know, NSYNC. RVD is great. One of the biggest missed opportunities that NXT yeah. couldn't do was when the Shaman for the, the uh, MSK, I think it was originally supposed to be RVD, and for whatever reason, it just couldn't happen. And unfortunately, some someone else was. I can't, re, can't recall who Oh, it was, it was Matt Riddle. No. I don't know if you remember or not. No, no, I, I don't recall. I, don't I just remember it wasn't RVD, but how cool would that have been That'd to be- see RVD in NXT? Five-star frog splash. It would have been five stars. Five eggplant emoji splash. No. Wasn't that shortly before the uh, careers of MSK were cut terribly short at the tag team? Yes, unfortunately. And one of them got fired for dressing up like a former uh, dictator from Germany? All due to the curse that is Ritter. Riddle. No, I forget. I anyway. forget, uh, Mr. Rack, does, does the Rack also not like Matt Riddle? Uh, yeah, because... Uh, Let's go. Unlike uh, that idiot Matt Ritter, uh, the Rack does pride himself on his taste, and that is one of the few things that Matt Ritter does have good taste in is the fact that uh, Matt Riddle is just a piece of shit. So. I love this gear, by the way. Fantastic gear. For Matty. The short hair is kind of jarring, but... Uh, yeah. Really? Oh, because, yeah, he came back with the bus cut, right? But yeah, because this is before the blonde tips. That That's a good look. But uh, this is just like a blonde buzz. Blonde tips, Eddie. Jesus. Give me a blonde so tip. So what, what is the best Eddie? Is it mullet Eddie? Is it blonde tips blonde Eddie? Tips. Is it... Blonde uh, tips. Goes so hard. Honestly, him towards the end was a pretty cool look. Yeah. The longer blonde hair. I, that's the, the one I'm trying to reference. Look. Yeah, like, like longer hair... With the the one where it let the I'm your poppy era when he was heel, yeah, best, you know when best he look. had his real son Dominic, yeah, you know had to the fight for days. Dusty and lost. Unfortunately, that's the cases in the gist to Matt eliminate him. Listen, uh, Matt Hardy is a fantastic wrestler, but nobody ever said he was smart. They were feuding at that time, if I'm not mistaken, Jeez. over who had the better frog splash, RVD and Eddie, which is why that yeah. was set yeah. up. I think I this is a little after that, but okay, so maybe they brand. were doing the both doing frog splashes. Yeah, great. I don't remember Matt Hardy main event WrestleMania, oh. but I'm fairly certain he's gonna win this entire thing. Ah, oh, fuck! Did he like? <laughs> My name Jeff. There we go. Did he like dip himself in like what <laughs> in <you> all <laughs> of Triple H's blood prior to this? I think so, yeah. Because it's like... I mean... Well, he is a former member of the the Brood, so... New Brood. Is this Brood Jeff Hardy? It's Brood Jeff... No, well, you didn't see in the Titantron, okay. so no. Oh, yeah. It has to be advertised us. on the screen, or else we can't tell. This yeah. looks like Jeff Hardy fucked the demon Finn Balor and uh, some of the paint got on him. Gave him a little cunnilingus, perhaps. That's... 
Okay. Looks like he did exploratory surgery on someone and just kind of like got lost with the scenery. She's the, that is, look at that little a MFO right there. Like that is a man. That is, yep. It's a homie. Mm-hmm. Love me some Shannon Moore. <laughs> got to hold your homies up. I'd hold you up like that, uh, it, Matt. If you were if you were here. What a guy. Yeah. What a friend. If he was here. Uh, I, the rack will make sure to let you know. Uh, let Matt Ritter know that you uh, said that dumb shit. Get that, get that mf out of there. Get that mf <laughs> What is that going to do? Absolutely nothing. Meat shield. Uh, <laughs> Katie, you should always use protection. So Especially with Jeff Hardy. A Matt Hardy condom? Yes. That's fair. Version one. I hate all of the things that are happening right now. Was Eddie still on Raw? That should be, or was he on SmackDown? That should have been a Matt fact. No, he's smacked down now. Three minute oh, warning. Three minute warning. Is it just? It's Rosie. It's just, oh, one of them. Big it's, Roman. <laughs> Big Jesus. Roman. It is. I want to see his thirty thousand. Okay. <laughs> the, the facially though, he looks so much like Roman Reigns. Oh, it's kind of scary. Especially mm-hmm. early Roman Reigns, back when he yeah. was still wearing the Shield stuff. Post Shield, he was very chunky. That man is the. Perfect combination of Roman Reigns and Rikishi. Yeah. It's a big, meany man. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's big boy season <laughs> for a reason, you know. Strap yourself Last time on. I saw three-minute warning was uh, during some <laughs> oh, <yeah>. HLA stuff. <laughs> Ooh. You're, you're a big three-minute warning gal. Yeah, I mean, anything's better than HLA, so. That's debatable. Uh, the rack is also big on the three-minute warning. Three I have a question. Generous. What was, one what was Umaga's name when he was in three-minute warning? Jamal. Jamal. Jamal, Jamal and Rosie. There it was Jamal go. and Rosie, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. He'll probably be next, knowing WWE and how they do these things. No, he'll be in, like, two. It'll be somebody else. Mm, right. well, yeah, make it too wrong. obvious. <laughs> okay, gotta give I'm it time wrong. to breathe. What number is this, Katie? It is. If this is Jamal, then Vince takes his shirt off. Damn it. Test. It is crazy to me that... Oh, hello, Stacey. Hall of Famer. WWE Hall of Famer. Stacey Keebler and those legs. Hall of Famer. Um, Shout out legs for days. It is crazy to me that after three-minute warning, uh, Jamal got to be Umaga and, you know, represent Vince McMahon in the Battle of the Billionaires and uh, Rosie was the shit. He was the superhero in training. Yeah, the shit. Superhero in training. <laughs> okay, Vince, uh, the shit. In case anybody was curious, you know, people listening, uh, this is number, test was 17. 17. Number 17. Number 17. Okay. I was going to say, he was only 17? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that man is old looking. <laughs> I mean, he didn't last that long. He's like, so. he's like a, he's like an actor trying to play a high schooler in their 30s. Ah, I see what you mean. Gotcha. So what they did with the Power Rangers, you know, they had... Like older I mean, people, what they've done with years. every fucking teen mm. drama ever. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we yeah. got here as the winner? Who's who's our predictions? My money is I'm on big money. Matt. Matt. Wins. <laughs> big money, Matt. Big money, Matt. And He's I'm not, not talking yet. about Hardy. Uh, the rack is also green uh, with uh, version one, Matt Hardy. Well, I know who the answer is, so I'm just. I know kidding. who the I know <laughs> who the answer is. I just like like to pretend like I don't. Suspension well, of disbelief is what pro wrestling is all about. Anyways, number eight. Hold on, wait. Does, does Brody Loads win this one? 
Only the uh, right. This is the Besides open mics, one thing that gets me boiled is an old school 30 man battle royal. I'ma win this, I'ma make my impression. Show Vinny Mac that I got ruthless aggression. The odds were even until you chose me. Now it's 29 dudes and one ruthless MC. Yo, it doesn't matter, kid, cause I ripped your nose off. I could batter you naked with no clothes off. Kid, what you talking about? <clears throat> Since I'm a witness, reason number one, I cut you up like cucumbers. Reason number two, that you can't approach this. I be choking you like Spreewell be choking coaches. Reason number three is hard for me to explain to you. But I'm going to win tonight and go on to WrestleMania. The Royal Rumble's just another test that I got to pass. Y'all dudes are like a kid with one leg, you half-assed. Yo, what you talking about, kid? You can't touch this. Throw the double clutches if you're down with untouches. Yo, it's my year. I suggest you take the year off. I'm sick like Tyson was when he bit Holyfield's ear off. Topical. It doesn't matter, kid. Yo, you should stop to beat me. My style's like a swollen penis. You can't beat me. Sure you can. Oh, sir. Do you like the rap that is the only kind of penis that you beat. For, there is, that was rife. Listen, I don't know if anyone that is listening to this watch along is going to hear any of what John Cena had to say. Oh, yeah. Let me just say, he said he's going to wrestle them naked but with no clothes off, which is physically <laughs> impossible. First off, then he said, uh, he took up the like a swollen penis, you cannot beat me. Uh, the ra the rack is 100% certain that the only kind of penis that you should be beating is a swollen one. Like, you should not be beating flaccid penis. And then there was something else in there. I got distracted by the last line, but uh, something else factually inaccurate. Also, John Cena wrestling in Jeans? baggy pants. Baggy pants is no. a theme in this pay-per-view. But, like... I don't like just full ass jeans, cuffed I jeans. Just, I, just, I just need the jorts. That's all I, need. I think it's. I just love that John Cena's entrance was so long that by the time he finished, Charlie Haas had to sprint <laughs> down there to get in the ring. Da, 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 da. It would have been hilarious if just Charlie Haas came out during his rap and no music, <laughs> just the John Cena rapping. Could you imagine? Terrible. Didn't they do a battle rap with Charlie Haas? Or did Charlie Haas impersonate John well, I mean, Cena at one point when he was doing the Miz Dow. I think it was that. Yeah, because he was doing the copycat gimmick before Damien Sandow. Yeah, well, I mean, there was that awesome battle rap between Cena and Angle. Yes. That was a good one. So, uh, this version of John Cena doing these battle raps, because we know that he does the other ones later and they are way more funny and entertaining, but this, what he just did here, uh, as good or worse than Max Caster? About the same level. Um, Max Caster is more of like a wrestling rapper, whereas John Cena was rapping like a rapper, you know? Yes. Yes. Not a good exactly. rapper, but a rapper. Exactly. Where Max Caster is like, hey, wrestling fans, here's my rhymes. Here's a reference to the WWE in, in my penis. Is that not what John Cena just did? Yeah, I guess you got a good point. Hey, Ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the Rack's favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> the quiche. The bloodline. I'm all up in that quiche. Yeah, the bloodline match. is full of fact. Rosie, Rikishi, Jamal probably next. First generation <laughs> of bloodline. Yeah, is the Rack like the only one in the chat <laughs> that was jealous every probably time somebody match. got a stink face? Were you jealous when Vince had to take We talked about face? that last time I was on here. <laughs> 
100% jealous. When Vince got it, everyone that has got a stink face, the racket's like, why not Were me? you jealous of Stone Cold because behind. he got run, ran over and railed by Rikishi and you weren't? No, I don't want to get hit by a car. I want him to stick his ass in my face, Vince. Why would I want to? Why that? That a question? Like, what? Are you jealous that you didn't get hit by a car? No, that has nothing to do with what we are talking about. Yeah, Vince, you're being ridiculous. All right, this is serious business. I'm the ridiculous. Oh my god! He's not the jealous again. Oh no! Not your family. That was your nephew, sir. You don't touch your uncle like that when he's about to plead the crowd. Is it, isn't it the other way around? Isn't Rikishi the uncle of Rosie? Yeah, that's why I said you don't interrupt your uncle when he's about to plead the crowd. He's just a nephew. I was talking to Rikishi when I said that was your nephew, that sir, that hit you. And then I said don't interrupt your uncle when he's about to plead the crowd. It made sense. Vince just isn't understanding. It's, a lot. Math is. Math is it's all coming together. I like that Rico came out with both of them. <laughs> what a workhorse. <laughs> <laughs> Rico, the real workhorse of this rumble. Ooh, did did three minute warning break up because Rico tried to turn them into a gay couple and make them, you know, marry as well? I don't or? think that's the story, but I would have to I review the tape. Okay. That's not the story. Although it's not much less it's, ridiculous, I guess. Yeah, I was just just Billy and Cuck, that. right? Billy and Cuck, yeah. Do you guys remember Rico and Charlie Haas' tight team with Miss Jackie as the manager? When it was raining Rico? Of course I did. Oh, yeah. That's probably the best. Is oh. this where Umaga gets the face yeah. paint? <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets it. That's, that's the origin terrible. story of the face paint. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he just rides it up, paint face, and the yeah, moment spiking motherfucker. All of a sudden, a savage with no shoes. <laughs> it was a traumatizing experience, so you know, like changes a person. That happens like five years later. Post traumatic syndrome. It's like three years later, less than that. I was I think, actually guessing. I actually I don't remember. <laughs> it's actually crazy how soon it is after this. It's actually on Raw. <laughs> it's actually the next night. <laughs> <laughs> that ass did something to me. That ass. All good asses do. Tends to do. This ring's filling up, huh, folks? Yeah. I just love the fact that Rob Van Dam is finding every like instance and opportunity to kick Jericho in a dumb fucking face. Don't blame like, him. Everything oh, is going on. Best, he's just like, let me climb up top rope and kick Jericho. Best Kane theme RVD's song ever. But worst yeah. Kane look yes yeah but best version of both fronts song uh it, it's better when he takes off the tank top and the mask oh dude that is correct fresh uh freshly unmasked cane is like the most terrifying cane it actually gave me nightmares as a child me too the rack's favorite cane uh would be 2001 cane where he did have the black tank top but he also had the black mask and he was all jacked and shit where he, yeah. where he showed uh, rumble Brothers of Destruction Kane, but with yeah, when he should have run the one, but that one. Workhorse. Uh this is uh this is actually second uh least favorite. Uh first least favorite would be that stupid, like bulky red mask that he wore at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The uh with the with the elders. forehead wrinkles in it and shit for some reason. Where does corporate <laughs> is this Kane where, rank for you in the Kane's? Is this where Kane gets his rumble? Elimination record? No, he doesn't in the 2001 one when he got to the finals. 2001? Yeah, 2001 is where he got the, the one where he is my favorite, my favorite king. Okay, I'm just asking questions. Um, oh my god, they, Jesus, both feet definitely fucking contribute. They both touched the that is correct. Too, but. Well, Derek is a little shithead, so who the fuck is that ref? 
because we need to get him the fuck out of here. Was that Jimmy Corderas, maybe, perhaps? Probably. No, Jimmy Corderas is on the other side. He already got SmackDown rip. All Can't the tag teams are spot. in there. Looking well, the yeah. exact same as he does today. Literally. It doesn't crack, Remember folks. Blonde, Shelton Benjamin? The gold standard? Of course oh, I yeah. do. It's probably best. <laughs> best the gold Benjamin. standard? Best Shelton Benjamin. Ain't no stopping him now. Poor Shell can get more screen time in 2003 than he is in 2023. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. At least still around. You don't gotta say it just because it's true. You don't gotta say it. Still chilling. I hear the catering's good. It's a buffet, from what I hear. It's catered to everyone's likings. Mm. (laughs) I see. Man, can some... There are so many people in this room. There's a little bit too many people in this room. Arguably too many. I feel like this doesn't happen a lot anymore, where it's like this full. It used to I mean, be somebody's got to like come in and just clean the house. Time. I feel like now, if you get a lot of people in the Rumble, they use the excuse of like, oh, well, they went under the ring or through the ropes, and then they are chilling outside. And there's like less clutter in the ring, but there's still a lot of people, unfortunately. I don't like that they do that. I'm glad that... In this rumble, you don't see anyone just chilling on the outside like that. Did Shelton well, I feel ben, like I think Shelton's dick just cut on the rope. Sorry, continue. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not surprised. That thing is huge. <laughs> uh, Review the tape. I mean, this, good lord. This is after the Armageddon Hell of So this is like after he did it for the cock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of cocks. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and it's like I'm inside you, Vince. Me and Matt have definitely talked about Booker T's cock on this podcast before. I feel like you definitely have. Probably with all of you. To Look be at honest, those but. baby dreads. Uh, baby, sorry, baby locks. Baby locks. Baby locks. Goldie locks. <laughs> you know he hasn't cut his hair since this point. I think it's about time. That I is think, correct. It's about time. I think he said it in an interview. Uh, no. If it gets to the point where it's behind your knee, it's Rooney. He ties it up Wait, already. WrestleMania 19, we are coming up on that. That is the famous one that he should have won and beaten Triple H. So this is where Booker T wins the Royal Rumble, correct? To get that match against Triple H, that's yep. how we get there. Oh, oh Jesus! Sure. Oh God! Bagel! Bagel! There goes his <laughs> knee. It's like peak. I love Eddie on his knees, but not like that. Yeah, no, no, no. You want you want pleasure on the knees, not pain on the knees. You know, sometimes it's I pain. don't care it's either way as long as I get what I want. Well, you just agreed with me that that's not how you want Eddie on his knees. No, I don't care if they are in pain or have pleather. Uh, it is about me. Pleather? So you're not a caring lover, is what you're saying. You only care about your. That knees. is correct, Vince. Okay, carrying cross. That is All correct. Right, I just needed to clarify. I that. take. I call that the Delgado method. Damn it. Did Arby just put a leg drop there? I, we're definitely in the 20s. Uh, about 26th, correct, Katie? No oh, man. A train. Clear the tracks. Do you not know how old you are? Hop on board. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, oh man. Look at all that hair. I love A train. Kind of looks like Ritter. Uh, actually, A <laughs> train's 25. <laughs> That is actually factual. Uh, that idiot Matt Ritter is about that hairy. That's not a bad shaved his belly. Ew. <laughs> no. Wait, ew. I just heard what you said. Ew. I will leave. I will fuck up this oh. whole show. Do you prefer Prince Albert's, A-Train, or Lord Tenzai, or Sweet Tea? Uh, if anyone says Sweet Tea, they can just go the fuck to hell. Uh, 
That seems like right up the, the rack. The rack prefers the good Prince Albert. Especially because plus because Prince Albert means something else. Good job. Oh, uh, what does that mean, Vince? Isn't that when you pierce your penis? And is, isn't that why when... did you have to do a motion like that? <laughs> Visual aids, <laughs> maybe. Because we wouldn't understand what you're talking about unless you did that. Because maybe nobody knew what a pierced penis was until Vince. Uh, I'm sorry. You know... Are we not going to talk about Michael Hickenbottom making a return? Speaking <laughs> of pierced penises. <laughs> Excuse gotta, me? This is the most Hulk Hogan-esque bullshit. Yeah, but it's HBK, so it doesn't matter. It does he was robbed. Matter. It's bullshit. It's not Hogan. It's still he, bullshit. He was, he was bamboozled in the beginning. He has a right. There we go. There goes Jericho. See ya. Beach. Goodbye. Arguably well, got eliminated like three or four times prior Ooh. to that. So yeah. my now thing is, and the wreck is always believed, like, you should only be able to be eliminated from the Royal Rumble by a legal competitor in the Royal Correct. Rumble. Like nobody he, that has been eliminated should be able to eliminate you. He wasn't eliminated by anyone. He Maybe he did go under the bottom rope, and he just got taken back by medical. Maybe that was the thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't check remember. The tape. Check the tapes. Call in if you know. Y'all told me that HBK Tough was gone. Well, now he is. So. Maven. Is Maven? this the one where he eliminates the other? Oh Maven. no! You. You are not doing this to the rack. You are not going to make me watch this. Is this the one? Is this the one? Tell me this no, is the one. This is no, 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 no. It was no, the year no. before. The year. I bet. I think was he tries it? Oh, it again God. this year, though. And then it doesn't I go I hope the other thing knocks the piss out of that little I think bitch. he does. I believe he does. Yeah. I, I, I believe I he does. it's the prior rumble where he does it to Taker, and then he Look shows it. up later on, and then right. Taker eliminates him. That was when he had sweatpants still. Undertaker? Does anyone else find it weird that in this point in WWE you have a lot of people who are not actually family members that they tell you are family members and they do not acknowledge the fact that all these other people are actually related who are really related? Like there is no bloodline. However, the Undertaker and Kane are brothers, and Edge and Christian are brothers. But the real family members, like Jamal Rosie and Rikishi, aren't acknowledged as family members. Yes, that is correct. They had a history of this. I mean, well, Matt and Jeff are brothers. Yeah. They, they barely acknowledge the Chavo and Eddie or Guer Guerreros. Both, you know. <laughs> they're both Guerreros. Yeah, they're both Guerreros. They're both related. There's a lot of Guerreros. Los Guerreros is not a thing at this point. No, no. It's Los it's Guerreros? at that point yeah, that they, they go and find out their tree lineage and find out they're actually related. And that's how Los Guerreros becomes the thing. What is it? Ancestry.com? That's where they found each other? They uh, cannot talk about the Guerrero lineage because we are not ready to talk about how Rey Mysterio is raising Eddie's child yet. Speaking of relatives, uh, man, they even set up Gold Dust Pyro. Look at that! Just a uh, the, the the one who should have won the World Heavyweight Title in the Rhodes family, uh, Gold Dust. <laughs> the inspiration for the rack. Hey, it's never too late. If I'm being honest, Gold Dust with the big big gold belt feels like it's fitting. Gold. Uh, who has a better power slam, Gold Dust or Randy Orton? Randy Orton. Uh, I'll help you out. Uh, the correct answer is Gold Dust. Randy Orton. <laughs> well, thank you for asking. <laughs> well, thank you for asking. Wow, just oh, like a dick kick. Just shattered dreams all day long. And how was that yeah. not a DQ ever? It's a Royal Rumble. Well, yes. Oh, you just said ever. But okay. Ever. Well, that um, man did that move repeatedly. If I recall, just kicking dudes in the dick. If I recall, um, early on, they wouldn't actually let him. <clears throat> hit the Shattered Dreams, he would have had to get the referee to look away before he hit it. But before they did acknowledge that it was um, 
a DQ. You only got to kick one dick in this match. I mean, isn't that <laughs> always disappointing to say out loud? <laughs> Poor guy. Only one dick was kicked. You know, it's like the day the music died, the day the gold dust only got one dick kick in the rumble. <laughs> we all know where Sick. we were. <laughs> we all know where we were. I was on I'm fully satisfied now, Kyle, that uh, wow. finally I was able to get that character on your show. So uh, thanks. Just, just, just the I'll give, I'll, get, right? I'll give you the rest of the show without him. What a guy. That's, no well, problem. I mean, we're already almost done with the fucking entrance of the room. Hey, man, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh. This, Big Dave. Uh, here comes Drax. It, this is. This how is many people big asked big. you how big Batista's dick was when you did your Not Gonna Lie, Kyle? <laughs> just oh, you. Yeah. Just you, Matthew. I wasn't me. I didn't do one. I was going to. Yeah, he said he was going to. I saw that comment. I think actually it was like two or three. Yeah. How big is Batista's dick? I prefer uh, the Deacon Dave Batista to uh, whatever the fuck this is. I prefer Machine Gun Entrance Dave Batista. (gasps) This theme song goes hard, though. Oh, yeah. That's just because Katie likes being Machine Gun. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) She didn't say no. I beg, I beg your pardon? Look at Tess just shitting all over Batista, by the way. Oh, it's te- oh the power of the testicles. Dude, Test had Test. so much potential to be like a main Test. eventer, and the fact that it never materialized is so sad. See, it's very fine. Sad. See, you said that, and then that happened. Damn. He was paired testicles up with Steve He was paired up with uh, Stephanie McMahon. You know, he never passed the test. You know, he almost, he never he got almost married Stephanie. He yeah. never passed the test. You're fired. Get out. <laughs> he was an un-American for a little that's while. Too. That's too. Maybe that's why. That, Is Batista going to take out like everybody now? No. Is that why they filled the, the ring up? So that Batista. <sighs> so Batista could just throw everybody out. Uh, He's an animal right here. And we're still two years away from his uh, crowning achievement with Triple H. It was just mystery. Oh, oh man. Uh, is baby block. Did we ever get to Did we ever get a proper Brock Batista like feud? Just about Not a feud, no. no. Never. I don't know if they did they ever have a match. Missed I don't think they did. His head is just so square. Well, the issue with that is that Brock left in 04 <laughs> right in the cusp in the rise of Batista in the main event. It was after the match with Bill. Yeah, at right. WrestleMania 20 was his last match. I re- Brock I saw have- the writing on the wall. Yeah. Same. Me too. Look at our collection. Well, I used to, you know, I used to like, you know, do it legally. I have, I have a collection. It is kind of weird now that you say that, that Brock left right at the beginning of the rise of Batista and didn't come back till after Batista was gone. He didn't want to be yeah. there for the rise of Batista, Batista, given all the rumors and speculations and stuff the size <laughs> that he was packing. So maybe he just didn't win. <laughs> is that why Brock left? Because <laughs> Batista's cock is so big. <laughs> it's what oh, I, god. oh my god! If anyone knows how big Batista's dick is, it's Brock Lesnar or JBL. Yeah. He's in the locker room with you. From what I hear, I don't think either of theirs are particularly big personally. Who JBL or Brock or Batista? I think yes. See. <laughs> yes. I have heard that Filipinos have the biggest. So you've heard wrong. <laughs> Some. I'm gonna tell Justin you said that. <laughs> well, his might be. I mean, maybe he's an outlier. I don't know. 
I guarantee you one it's thing. Justin and it's Justin and Batista that are the outliers in the giant penis department in the Philippines. Who is community. it? Man, are we at 30 already? Is it 30 already? Yeah. Is it Nia Jax? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not close. Oh, here we go. <laughs> King. Ah! Probably one of my favorite. Dead man walking. I hate you so yeah, much. It's his, uh, his return after getting yeah. shit canned by Big Show. I just saw that on Wikipedia. <laughs> I thought you were going to say shit yeah. by Maven. Uh, well, motorcycles work and, and functioning game, this time. Same, same <laughs> effect. <laughs> Beating this it's the same chest. effect. I love how he like would beat his chest twice and then he bounces his fist off his thighs and back up to his chest. It's a, it's it's kind of like a, a, like a like a routine a that he does. It's, why are you smirking like that, Kyle? <laughs> Nothing. Oh God! Back out! Is this is this really the one where Maven eliminates him? Then no, we just discussed this. It's I don't not. know. Well, I don't know, Vince. We might as well just keep no. watching and see. Can we just continuously speculate mindlessly? I think that's you can. I'm not. What wrestling oh, fans there goes oh, no. Gene Cena. <laughs> Gene Cena. That was terrible. That was Gene's. It's a denim heavy episode. <laughs> it is. Oh, denim, denim, oh denim. there goes his ACL. Isn't it funny that Jamal and John's. Oh, there we go. See? Oh. He thought he did it again. Bug out. Just not, kidding. Not, not this oh, you fucked up. Now kiss. <laughs> I think this is probably his most athletic peak, Taker was. Or would you say that was Ministry Taker? No. No, his most athletic peak was around WrestleMania 25. Yeah. Did you see that man? Where he had slimmed down a little bit. <laughs> he was a little slimmer, way more athletic. Oh, do it, Baldy. Yeah. Oh, Matt Wish. Well, now we know that they've got to wrestle at WrestleMania after that. That's got to be a thing. <laughs> that he laid, he laid a hand. Matt would on the love Undertaker. to do that to the Undertaker, just put two hands on his throat and just left him up for dear life. God, look at this final. You know, what if, is it? Undertaker's into choking like that. I mean, he's, choking. Oh, he's, also, he's into choking. You have that wrong, people. Vince. I don't know if he's into being. Yeah, choked. no, I, I'd want to be on six. the receiving end. I wouldn't want to be delivering. But you want to deliver that's it to Taker. Six big meat. Oh, I'm sorry, that's five no, I don't big meaty men and Rob Taker. I want to receive <laughs> it. Are you trying <laughs> to? It's got to feel so emasculated. Are, are you trying to say <laughs> that Rob doesn't? I like that we're having a conversation and they're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Vince? No, I'm trying to... I don't know. You guys want to hear what me and Kyle are talking about? <laughs> yeah, I heard. It's like all big, meaty men in RVD. That, and that I was trying to... Okay, well, you were talking over me, so... No, I was... I just it's like a pack of hot dogs in there. <laughs> Ew. What? <laughs> I don't know. She counted us. She's like six pack of brats, I guess. Hey, sure. Actually, it doesn't get better when you change the sausage. It's like six brats and a hot dog with Rob Van Dam. There we, we go. You found it. I, I, it took me a little while. Sorry. We got Kane and RVD, the team. They're the there. They're in their. Uh... Isn't it wacky oh, how we get a long team? Oh. He's going to do it. <laughs> He's going to do it. Stupid ass. Would he, he told him he'd throw him out if he had to. And he literally allows him to get picked up. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Look at Batista getting the shine of the final four. Katie Forbes' mom in the crowd patting RVD on the shoulder. <laughs> this is an interesting final four. A prelude by the way. to 20 years later. 
By the way, shout out to the guy dressed like Bubba Ray Dudley in the background. I just noticed him. <laughs> the guy the in the front with the camo. All I noticed the black the and white camel, fucking camo. Because he's tall oh, as fuck man. and just kept standing. This breaks my fucking heart because I know how all of this ends. <laughs> <laughs> I always love being on the show. God damn it, Batista. I just wanted to watch take her sock brock in the face once just one Robin, good straight Robin, punch sock and boppers sock and boppers. correct i got there somehow <laughs> man just a little wrestlemania main event casually happening uh, take her yeah. just Batista. casually <laughs> i think you combine two different products I but i definitely did but I it got- was it was rock'em sock'em robots and <laughs> I don't remember what the boppers were, but uh, they were you're talking it. about the just yeah. bop it. No, not bop it. The fucking inflatable hand things. I love like those the, things. Rock'em boppers or some shit like Rock that. Rock'em sock'em robots. That's something different. <laughs> I'm having I'm having a stroke listening to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine when I did it. That was it. That should have been the end of it. <laughs> Tail spent. That's a TV show. <laughs> Why does Kane feel the need to show us his specific part of his thighs with the mesh in his tights? Um, For the same well, reason that you both decided to deny us your thighs what? by wearing, you know, specific mesh parts to your pants. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? I never thought of it that way. You make Rock a good point. Suplexing people He's even just giving a little, little tease, a little taste. <laughs> All I want is Kyle to be Kane, this version of Kane for Halloween. <laughs> so we can get a little Without see-through the thigh action. Without the mask? Yeah, we can do it without the mask. No, I'll put the mask on. <laughs> shave the beard, the shave the eyebrows, too. shave the head. The mask stays on. <laughs> Always. During sex. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be worse than looking at my face. Jesus Christ. You have to stay in character, Kyle. There you go. You have to have a black penis. No, punch him. Yes. Like a, like a burnt penis, not no. a black penis. Yes. No. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. Yas. yas, queen. Okay. Was that not where we were going? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that, I thought we were doing a thing. No! <laughs> <laughs> Never heard Mac get that loud. Oh, no. No! It's fine. It doesn't happen yet. Oh, yes. Favorite move. <laughs> The 69 pile, tombstone pile driver. Oh, that was only like a, a 59. Yes. Wait, why did he not do the full thing? Because he didn't want to jump up. He didn't, he didn't do the legs on either side of the head. Because Brock's big dick got caught on his shoulder. Oh, there goes okay, big, big, well. Dave. <laughs> big, <dick> Dave. <laughs> big Dick Dave. Big Dick Dave. Big Dick Dave. Big Dick Brock. <laughs> Burnt Dick Kane. <laughs> and then just Undertaker. <laughs> dead dick taker. Dead dick Under, taker. Undertaker looks like a guy that has dad dick for sure. Oh. Bad boy. All the brothers are turning on each other in this match. You hate to see it. <laughs> fuck you, Batista. What the fuck do you think you're doing? You silly goose. Came back with a vengeance. That already happened. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. bye, bitch. Look at what you did. Look well, at what you did. Save Hawk, Undertaker should have won that. Taker got cheated. Taker got many. cheated. This is bullshit. Man. Wait, does that sign say Dom's horny? <laughs> Can we go back? Do we, 
Is it Dominic Hold Mysterio? On. Is there a way we can they'll rewind? Sh- they'll show like it. They'll show it again. Ten seconds. He smiled. Oh, you were right there. Go back, go back a little more. Yeah, that's what it said. Dom's Dom's horny twenty four seven. Yep. <laughs> Fucking time traveling. Man. Why is that the time? You know what? With the climax of the main event. Well, I guess maybe that makes you horny. So, who am I? Time traveler, or maybe just little Dom is horny. Signage back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that, fucking... that specific version of Undertaker, smash. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Matt agrees. I mean, I'd smash every version of the Undertaker. So. This version of Brock, pass. Cowboy Brock, smash. Do you see the pattern here? Why? Why did you wait till the end of the Rumble? We could have done Smash or Pass the entire Rumble. <laughs> I, just, right. I just thought of it. Fuck it. I'm gonna started <laughs> over. One more yeah. time. <laughs> no. No. Next Rumble. Run nice this rumble. back. Yeah. Next Rumble. We'll do it. Are, are we, does that mean we're doing another Rumble? <laughs> We should. Yeah, in like two years when I get to another one. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 2004 Rumble. Smasher Pass. It'll be, it'll be 97 the next one, so it'll be a lot of Steve Austin Smasher Pass. That's okay. Oh, Listen, I just, I just thought it was at the very end. It kind of just came to my mind. I need you to make a note of that, Kyle, so we do not forget. <laughs> what? Smasher Pass Royal Rumble. In two years, Smasher Pass Royal Rumble. I'll put it in my spreadsheet. Oh, I wish the rack was still here. <laughs> no, he 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 had to go home. Forever. Past his bedtime. Forever. Is that sheet between your thighs? I don't know if What's it up? is past his bedtime. He stayed up pretty late watching a porn parody. That's different. That was. But did he uh, sleep in all day so he was ready for it? Yeah. Okay. That was a special occasion. I wonder who Brock's going to challenge at WrestleMania. <clears throat> it's got to be what? Triple H. Definitely it's definitely going to be Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque. Hunter Mo- did, you, did you say Molly Holly? Yeah, or whoever the women's champion is. <laughs> I was going to say, is she women's champion right now? Be. Or are you just throwing out a random Molly Holly is a Hall in the Get Show podcast, by the way. She's All also references. a fucking Hall of Famer in the actual Hall of Fame. But in, sure. more importantly, in Get Show Hall of Fame. That doesn't... Okay, we well, you know who's in my Hall of Fame of, of my heart? Is the Smackin' It Raw podcast that everybody involved. Don't lie to us. <laughs> You okay, know, but you guys are here, so I mean, I was, you know, he has to say it. Plug your shit. Yeah. Uh, He's gonna talk shit in the cold open. <laughs> he definitely is. I can't wait. Gonna, guys, I yeah. guarantee the cold open is gonna be Kyle. Like, you know, I spent a month and a half <laughs> trying to book the stupid fucking episode, and now you guys got to listen to it. And I'm sorry. I'll never have these guys back on. I got COVID. I still recorded with them. They made it. Oh, whatever. But uh, you have COVID. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I do. he wasn't here in the well, I guess you guys weren't it. here, yeah. But well, I, wasn't. I was here. I'll well, help you feel better. No, I'm dying. I'll probably pass away tomorrow. But <laughs> before then, Christ. we, or you, plug your shit. Uh, we'll start with the most Mexican to the least Mexican. So, Vince, oh, uh, plug plug anything you got to plug. Okay. Um, well, you can follow me on social media at SES Vince. Uh, follow me, subscribe there, whatever. Um, but also check out at Getcho Podcast on Twitter and in <clears throat> podcasting realm. You know, I do pod- Getcho Podcast as well, not just Mac and Raw, until Straight Talk comes back or if I decide to bring it back. But yeah, SES Vince at Getcho Podcast. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, Katie, you're probably the Katie. next most Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's definitely, it's definitely me. It's definitely me. Um, you follow me. 
<laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck you guys. This is <laughs> God damn it. I can do this. God damn it. You can follow me on Twitter at KateRasson13, link to my bots at Thanks, Julie Showcase, twitch.tv slash Julie Showcase, typically Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash Julie Showcase, watch videos way more entertaining, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen, Julie Showcase, the brand, the weekly show, Inside the Mind of, Interview Series I Do, all three of these people have been on, go check it out, go check out all the other ones. By the time this comes out, I don't know how many I'll have done. When is this coming out? It'll be out in a week and a half. Okay, I'll have one new episode of nice. Inside the Mind of. So, <laughs> and a bunch of other shit that I do over there. So go check out everything out. Maybe you things by you. Say what? Um, <laughs> Stupid. You guys can follow me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter. That's M A T T R I D D E R. Also, uh, if you follow at It's Creation World, I T S C R E A T I A World, uh, you will know when we go live on Twitch and YouTube uh, every Friday night for the Smack and Raw podcast. You can join us live uh, there. Also, uh, after by the time this comes out, there will be a brand new episode of Getting Off where if you really enjoyed Katie and I talking about people getting fucked to death, uh, we've got more for you tonight. This isn't the end of it. So uh, come check yeah. that out. Find out uh, how, why, and where people are getting fucked to death on the Getting Off podcast. They got off. So, so I'm, just a, I'm just a fluffer for you guys. That's all I am. <laughs> That's all you've ever been for me. Wow. Once again, thank you to Matt, Katie, and Vince from the Smackin' It Raw podcast, as well as all their individual podcasts that they just plugged. All of their information, 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 in the description below go check them out great group of cats over there so uh do that follow me at apron bump follow you know subscribe you know if you're watching on youtube give it a like leave a comment um if you're on facebook give me a poke is if that's still a thing i think that'll probably do something and um you know like my myspace uh, html codes or whatever and um I think that'll do it. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. I, I had COVID during that episode. I think I'm, I felt like I was sick for goddamn three weeks in a row, but I think we're back. I think we're, we're full throttle throttle. We're full, we're fully cocked and ready to unload. Um, get out of here. Get, go on. Get all right. Y'all go, go shave your cats. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. Big, big, delicious smooches all around. I'm hard.